Oh. Yeah, you saw that son of a bitch come online, didn't you? <laughs> that son of a bitch. The, the air turned cold and <laughs> smell of sulfur. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Yeah, I'm pretty much just a big cock. Big cock. Cock. Poo-filled cock. <laughs> I like Andrew. <laughs> Nathan, worried or excited? I'm excited. Me too. Daniel, are you worried or excited? I'm worried. Welcome, everyone, to Trailer Park Podcast. I am Nathan. He is Daniel. We are cousins. Tonight's show could possibly blow your mind. You have to be worried or you have to be excited. You have to choose a side. Are you sitting down? I'm sitting down. My lesbian radar is very strong. I take back everything I said earlier about puzzle pieces and vision. You can go fuck yourself. Wish you could hear the sound of my jaw dropping. You, are you listening? Are you fair enough as a person that we should have even ground? Right, sake. <sighs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to Trailer Park Podcast. Trailer Park Podcast. Episode 74. Daniel, how are you? I'm feeling great. That's really good. Are you ready? What? Are we? We're doing this the whole time. <laughs> are you sitting down? Are uh, you sitting for seventy-four minutes? Oh my god! I just butted right in there. Yeah, didn't even wait for his intro. Just said, "Hey, hey, it's me. Look at me." Fucking unbelievable. Yes, everyone. It's Trailer Park Podcast, episode seventy-four. We're back, and the interns here with us. Yeah, the well, Joe Pesci to our lethal weapon. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. We also have Amanda. Hello. And Ivan's with us tonight. Hello. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Cool Million. How is everyone out there in uh, in regular life land? Just sitting around at work, one earbud in your ear, listening to this as background noise, white noise, nearly falling asleep. Just gotta get <laughs> one more email out. <laughs> one more. Daniel, I don't know if you're aware, but there is some exciting news uh, tonight for Trailer Park Podcast 74. Yes. Mary Tyler Moore is finally dead. That's a little morbid. Uh, no, that's not what I was going for. Uh, that's, you know, that's great, though. Uh, no, Daniel, that's we have... great, though? We have some other uh, news. Uh, would you like to know what that news is? Please. <laughs> please. Help. Help me. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, well... You know, hot off the press, this uh, lineup tonight, I have heard, uh, past, I'm just reading a press release here from Sad Sack Studios right now, uh, this Daniel could be, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I've heard this before, but I, 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 it says here that this is the greatest lineup that we have ever had before. Okay, now we don't say this very often. On tra- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's also it also says here there's several announcements uh, tonight to be made by Sad Sack Studios. I'm um, I'm a little in I'm I'm interested. Are you guys interested? Everybody interested? Absolutely. Yeah. Always. Well, first things first. Uh, they've decided that because um, because of the latest uh, nonsense that all of us have been participating in in regards to facts, um, they've decided to turn the opening segment where we banter about. Uh, the number and everything into an actual segment. And this is on high. This is on high from Sad Sack Studios. Oh, it's finally evolved. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's time for true facts. True facts. I love true facts. <laughs> I love facts. <laughs> true 
I love True Fox. You always love Fox. Fuck me. I love Fox. I only want True Fox. I love Foxers. I love Fox. You two fuck faces need to give me some fucking Fox now. In turn, give me some Fox. Fact blast me. Fuck me. I'm not gonna fact you all over your face. Blast me with Fox. Okay, so. Oh my god, that music was perfect. What do you What do you got for me, gentlemen? Seventy four. Bring it. Bring it in. Bring it in. Huddle up. Huddle up. And and lady. Mm-hmm. Wait, are Are we supposed to bring you facts? Yes, you're supposed to come prepared with facts. Yes. Oh shit. Oh. Such as uh, seventy four is the atomic number of tungsten. Uh, Jesus sacrificed seventy four virgins. Okay. What? What? When did that happen? I don't know. What book in the Bible did that occur? These are, this is a fact segment. Okay. Oh. Oh. Okay. Things things uh, like uh, a hurricane or a typhoon is a system with sustained winds of at least seventy four miles per hour. Things like that. I've watched seventy four movies in the last sixty days. <laughs> that's I guess uh, that's true. Fact, take, I guess. take you at your word. Mm-hmm, I guess. I'm not really sure. At that pace, can you even judge them properly? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, what about just talking about? Movies that came out in 1974, like The Great Gatsby with Robert Redford, right? Right. The Conversation. The Conversation. conversation. Chinatown. Death Wish. Ah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Godfather Part Two. No. Mm, Blazing Saddles. Everyone's least favorite. Mm, Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna bring it up if you didn't. Or. <laughs> or the fact of the episode. That has uh, everybody buzzing tonight. Uh, did you guys know about the White House party crasher trifecta of 1974? What? In 1974, there were three people that tried to attack or assault the White House. <laughs> yeah. All at the same time? No. No, it started with a guy who, Robert K. Preston, he stole a helicopter and landed it on the south lawn of the White House. Yeah. <laughs> Private Preston was shot at, injured, and forced to land. And uh, Gerald Ford was not, or sorry, Nixon was not uh, in the White House at the time. And then there's that movie that's uh, starring Sean Penn that's based off of the next one called The Assassination of Richard Nixon, where a guy tried to hijack a plane on the tarmac and ended up killing people. And his his intention was to um, use the plane to fly into the White House. So two of these three attempts are on Nixon. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then the third one was against Ford, and it was a guy named Marshall Fields, and he crashed his Chevrolet Impala into the northwest gate of the White House complex. He was dressed in Arab clothing. He claimed that he was the Messiah and that he was laden with explosives. Turns out they were just flares, and it was a, a standoff that lasted for four hours of negotiation until he surrendered. But Right, all in the name of, of receiving, of course, right. 74 virgins. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. And also, this is the year that Nixon uh, resigned before he was impeached. <laughs> I love how they say he resigned. Yeah. Yeah. No, you were out either way. Uh, better to quit than be fired. And did you know that he resigned on Chelsea's birthday? Oof. August 9th, wow. 1974. That was the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel, so, do you have a sexual position for us this evening, please? Oh, oh what are we on here? Was it 74? 74. <clears throat> um,. Okay, let me just uh, go through the okay. old <laughs> Rolodex. While you're thinking here, just an interesting fact. 74 movies ago that I watched was Hellbound Hellraiser 2. 
You're welcome. Uh, 74 is where you're, uh, you and your partner, of course, are laying side by side on the bed. Um, and you are trying to incorporate the new sad sack fuckle knuckle, which is a sexual device, a toy, if you will, that, um, you know, when your partner just wants it up to the knuckle, fuckle knuckle. <laughs> of course, the intricate maneuvers required to properly perform uh, the elegant dance of the fuckle knuckle is uh, complicated, complex even, uh, therefore resembling a 74. You're welcome. Lady and gentlemen, mm. Ooh. I have to breathe that. I have to. I have to we make process. sex toy nows. Toy nows. Toys now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I have to Which process knuckle? that one. Okay, so seventy-four is the fuckle knuckle, and uh, we are, de- lady, lady and gentlemen, we are at the barrel of the bucket here. <laughs> we're gonna fuckle knuckle. Keep it in your fuck it bucket. Yeah, we're gonna have to put it in our face and fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Intern, what happened at the 74th Academy Awards? Uh, with all the controversy that happened last year, um, they made up for it with the Oscars So Black in the uh, 74th Academy Awards. Um, we had an honorary award that uh, went to Sidney Poitier. Oh, Sydney. Peace. Uh, we had Denzel Washington won for Training Day. Mm-hmm. And uh, Halle Berry won for getting fucked. By Billy Bob uh, in Monsters Ball, which I think anyone probably should win an award for. And the most white guy in the world won Best Actor Supporting, Jim Broadbent. Jim Broadbent. And Jennifer Connelly won for he's, Beautiful Mind. He's British. He's uh, Ivan could speak to it. Oh, yeah, Jim. <laughs> Old Jim. <laughs> yeah, Jim. Uh, uh, God. Beautiful Mind was the big, uh, the big winner, Ron Howard. Jennifer Connelly. Director, Jennifer Connelly. Yep. Uh, there is two things that are interesting about this one. Best animated feature went to Shrek instead of Monsters, Inc. Hmm. And best foreign film went to No Man's Land over Amelie, which is fucked up. Mm. Have you ever seen No Man's Land? I haven't. Oh, great film. Yeah? Is, is it a great film? Yeah. Almost as good as Shrek. It's going to be like a Holocaust film, right? I don't know. Amelie is like <laughs> one of the greatest movies, man. Bosnia and Herzegovina. Uh, is that even a place anymore? Uh, yeah. That's the Kosovo War, wasn't it? Oh. Well, can you tell me what else? Down. Can you tell me what else was nominated for uh, Best Foreign Film, please? Yeah, I can. It uh, was, I don't know how to say this word, a Norwegian film. <gasps> Illing. What, what, is, what is it called? Illing? Did you say Kalning? Kalning. There it is. Sorry. Oh. Uh, that's, yeah. that's enough. I don't need to know the other ones. Yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, here's a fun fact for you. A fact? Uh, okay. Moulin yeah. Rouge and Black Hawk Down won two Academy Awards this year. And A Beautiful Mind and The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring won four. Hopefully not for uh, special effects. Did it win for special effects? Uh, best visual effects, best makeup, best cinematography. Nope. And best original score. Well, I mean, it was up against AI and Pearl Harbor, so I guess, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like we've, we've talked about it before. That scene where they're running across the rocks? Nope. <laughs> yep. You don't like the rock skipping? And Ewan McGregor, of course, won for two twee to handle in Moulin Rouge. <laughs> Amanda, please. Uh, What's the sigh for? I just don't like when he says twee. 
<laughs> oh, I got one more thing here. What? As well. All right. Uh, that's funny. Um, Whoopi Goldberg hosted. Oh, that's nope, Twee. Gross. That's yeah. totally Twee. God damn it. No, I don't like that word. Is... Would you prefer I use the word Faye? No. I just. Let's move on. So you would prefer Twee over Faye? I guess. God damn it. <laughs> okay. All right. Well. Yeah, I guess we should move on. Uh, does anyone want to see what's inside of the grab bag? Is it going to grab me? Uh, well, I do see something coming. I don't know. It's a mystery. <laughs> Is there a bag or a tube? I don't get it. News tube? Uh, well, tonight, actually, there's a special a special announcement here. Satsack Studios has prepared for us a special trailer to watch. Um <gasps> I don't know if any of you are aware, but in recent uh, recent times, uh, A24 released a trailer onto the internet uh, called, it was called an Untitled Mystery Trailer. And we are going to watch this trailer. We're going to get everybody's initial reaction to it, and then I'm going to tell you what the movie's about. Classic <laughs> Nathan Bait and Switch. Wait, so we need, we need a post-trailer explanation. Yeah, you get to see, because it was released before they explained it. And I want you guys to have the experience that I had where I watched it and I had no idea what the fuck it was about. And then they explained it. So I want you guys to go through what I went through and talk about it. I mean, what Sad Sack went through. Well, I don't really have any music prepared. <sighs> you don't need any. We'll just get the intern to hum. Hum something. Untitled Mystery Trailer. (laughs) Here we go. Okay. <coughs> okay. So they just released that onto the internet, and we'll put it up on the website so that people can take a look at it. Uh, it basically, the frame keeps closing in and out, and it keeps uh, giving you word association and showing you images that are actually quite interesting. So just around the table, Ivan, what's your first, what, what do you think that's about? What's your reaction to that? Um, I think he's an android, and that baby's brain, wait, yeah. That baby grows up to be him as a robot, something like that. Okay. I, that's really confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone no, else? No. Ivan, I hear you. Excellent. I think Excellent. that uh, they create an AI and they wrap the baby's organs around this guy and then he has to matrix himself out of it. But it's a coming-of-age love robot story. Comedy. <laughs> Comedy, drama, horror. <laughs> um, Amanda, would you like to twee in here? Mm. I've already seen the trailer, so 
I have no particular feelings. You've already seen it. Oh. Yeah, I've already seen it. Yeah. Yeah, you think you're the only one that, that trolls the internet for stuff? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Take that. Pretty angry. <laughs> Does anyone know what this really is? I don't know. This could be anything. This could be it's it's here's it's like dropping clues, right? So it's like witness uh, coming change in identity and reality. So it's either like it's either AI taking over us, realizing that we're AI, us realizing that we're inside of uh, a simulated program, us turning into some sort of X Men like mutants, um, us being invaded and we're visited by extraterrestrials. Or realizing that we exist in some weird multiverse where all of our parallel selves are experiencing the same thing at the same time, which is why we have so many conflicting and contradictory feelings. So it's a singularity. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, I Amanda. out. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, there was a lot, yeah, there's a lot of options there. Uh, Amanda, did you also troll the internet and find out what this actually is? I think I did at the time, and I forgot. It was like a week ago. Oh, wow. This is old news to Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> what was the other word? Flay? Fray? Fay. Fay. Well, let's, let's fay over this then. Um, this is actually a, a short film. This is a trailer for a 14-minute short film called Toru. And Toru um, centers on the story of a baby boy named Toru, born with a fatal lung condition. As he only has a few days to live, Toru's parents sign him up for a trial experiment that would simulate a full life in a matter of days. The film follows Toru's dreamlike simulation of life as a boy named Todd growing up in a New England suburb and concludes in futuristic Japan. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did not guess that one. Interesting, though. I actually, I mean, it's 14 minutes. That's not much of a commitment. That is true. This is not like I've we've. I think I've seen like a, a similar thing like this before in some weird tales from the crypt episode or something where people were put into a prison and instead of serving time, they just like experienced the length of time they were served, but it only lasted like an hour. I love the shit getting thrown around tonight. I love it. Why is he white? That's what I wanted to know. Because he's a like a Japanese baby that's having a full life simulated, except he's having it simulated in. New England as a white guy. Why wouldn't they just simulate his life as a Japanese? Classic <laughs> whitewashing. Great question. <laughs> it's just like every anime, according to Nathan. They draw them white, so that is he must just be white. It is crazily kind of true. Mm-hmm. It's not crazily kind of true. Japanese people love white, white people. people. Yeah. You go to Japan and they'll like fawn over you. You could be fat and ugly and <laughs> and bullshit, and they'd be like, "Oh, white person! Oh my god!" So the intern. Whoa. <laughs> that was yeah. a, Go to Japan. That was a shot. Oh, white person. <laughs> You'd be appreciated oh over there. Oh, my God. You'd be no. like, take me to your Asian boys. <laughs> and okay. girls. I have... Just the boys. I don't discriminate. <laughs> okay. And popsicles. <laughs> we need to get that shit shut down. It's time for the Q&A, Daniel. Come on. Daniel, there are some really important questions that Nathan needs to ask you. <laughs> oh, my fellow TPP 
tears. <laughs> Let's try that again. <laughs> My fellow trailer podcastians. How about T. Parkers? <laughs> My fellow T. Parkers, we have dealt with a lot of death in 2016, haven't we? Alan Rickman, David Bowie, Carrie Fisher, Anton Yelchin, just to name a few. Yes, we're almost rid of them all. Tonight, in the honor of our fulcrum trifecta, for Trailer Park Podcast 74, Sad Sack Studios is asking us to step into the Sad Sack Death Chamber and decide who goes next. Ooh. You will each enter the departure capsule and be transported to the Sad Sack Death Chamber. Each of us will be asked to decide who must die between two celebrities. Nathan will begin to demonstrate <laughs> how this will work. Uh, I'm going to step into the uh, to the death chamber now. Okay. Okay. Nathan, you must choose between Adam Sandler and Nicole Kidman. I am going to have to go. Mm. You know what? You know what? I think that I think the Kidman can turn it around. I think the Kidman can turn it around. I think in her older years she'll drop that wispy voice bullshit and I think she'll she'll blossom into like a great older actress. And Sandler, I mean, hey, you you tried Punch Drunk Love. I loved you. Rain of uh, what was it? Rain over me was was good. You you belong in drama. You tried so hard to be a comedian. You rode the coattails of Chris Farley, and he died. You must die too. I'm choosing Adam Sandler. Okay. Yeah, that's a coin toss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Amanda, are you ready to step into the death chamber? Yes, I'm uh, ready. Deep breaths. Okay, please enter. choose between Kristen Stewart and Carrie Lettinen. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is tricky because it's... it's. I feel uh, like... You could get that 5.9 off the cap. I feel like, yeah. Do you want to explain this to the cool million? Well, Kerry Lettinen is a goaltender for the Dallas Stars that has not lived up to his contract. It makes five point nine million, and it's it's just it's just killing the Stars right now. Yeah. And then Crapston Stewart is. Mm-hmm. You could end it. She's just gross. You could end it right now. <laughs> but who affects me more on a regular basis? That's a good point. Oh, good question. So I mean. You gotta be the goalie. It's gotta be Carrie. Stu, I yeah, I can just avoid her crazy teeth. <laughs> She's killing. She's killing Lettinen. I got, she, I got she needs that cap space. She needs to free up that cap. Lettinen, she has chosen. Are you letting him go? I am letting him go. Oh, my God. Carrie, you have been sentenced to death. 
Ivan, are uh, you look a little bit eager to step in there? Are you ready to go? Oh boy. Okay. Here you go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Put down that jump rope. But they both have that like V pelvic muscle line, mm. right? And I'm trying to decide whose is better. Mm. You know, right. yeah. Both end up at a dick and a pussy. <laughs> I think Kira Kira's British. Does that help? It, yeah, you would think it would, but no. Mm. She's uh, face is so aggressive. Yeah, right. That chin. The chin. It could kill you. That jaw. That jaw protrudes. Mm-hmm. And oh, her teeth. Life. Yeah, she's like an evil Natalie Portman. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that decides it. It's gonna be Kira. Kira. <laughs> Goodbye, Kira Knightley. <laughs> Goodbye. Good night, Kira Knightley. Night. Yeah. Yeah. Good night. Yes, we get it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, night. Night. Daniel, uh, please step inside the death chamber. Ah, uh, we'll, we'll all have to share the same suit. choose between Anne Hathaway and Tyler Perry. <laughs> yeah, tell us, racist. <laughs> yeah, don't don't lean one way just because. You know. Well, no, because this is an well, this is a good opportunity to like you know send a message. I I know um, everyone thinks that I'm going to quickly jump to Tyler Perry on this one just because the the littering of material that he's left behind that we all have to suffer through but Anne Hathaway look at her uh, she shows off uh, nice memories in a number of films yeah I mean the, yeah, they're alright I've seen them we've all seen them I don't know there's just something about her though some like weird pixie sanctimonious smugness that I just can't tolerate I almost who's doing more damage really we don't we can never tell <laughs> Um, (laughs) if this helps, she was in a movie called The Intern. She was. Was she also in the Prada, the Devil Wears Prada? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That one is full of people. I don't like it. I like it. Why do I like it? That's for another episode of Trailer Park. If you Um, kill Tyler Perry, you got to wonder where that $400 million estate goes. Yeah. Right. Could you be How creating will you a, continue the Alex Cross franchise? Yeah, would you be creating a larger problem? Oh. Yeah, do we create a vacuum exactly? Does does killing Tyler Perry create a new <laughs> Middle East? Um, <laughs> I think the answer is clear. We're gonna have to go in Hathaway. <sighs> you you fade that tweet. No. <laughs> nonsense, but it's disgusting. Hmm. And Anne Hathaway, you have been sentenced. That's how much he dislikes you. Uh, intern, are you ready? Uh, yeah, let me just strip down here. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, you ready? Okay, get in there. 
No suit, just naked. That's an assault weapon. Choose between Martin Scorsese and Hayu Miyazaki. Well, that's not very nice. <laughs> oh, shit, you got jigsawed. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you have to kill something that you love. In turn, I'm very sorry about that. Well, um, Miyazaki's entering his twilight years. So I'm going to... Yeah, Scorsese's a youthful 80. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Twilight he's got, another, he's got another good 14 years to make movies. Plus, he's making the movie I most want to watch, uh, I think, ever from a book that I read. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to uh, kill the cartoonist. <gasps> wow. Racist. Cold yeah. as ice. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You know, before we started getting into the chamber, I thought that this was like a legitimate death pool. I mean, we were talking about like Sean Connery, Helen Mirren, actual old people, but... Mel Gibson. No. Well, those people will die anyway. We need to clean out the uh, clean out the gutter. Oh, yes. Right? Well, again, and this all comes from Sad Sack. You know, they, do all, they make all the decisions. I'm just a conduit. Yeah. yeah. And it's more fun guessing like a random like this. Yeah, you know? yeah. Imagine if you were playing a death pool and you just nailed Heath Ledger. Although I do find it funny, I was looking at celebrity death pool, or sorry, Sad Sack was looking at celebrity death pools, <laughs> and they were curtain back. I, it's it's funny because you actually receive like massive bonus points if they die on December thirty first. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you slipped it in there. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it was a little bit weird. Did you hear, really? Daniel? Did you hear tonight? There's a fulcrum trifecta. Oh, three fulcrums. Awesome. We've got. Sci-fi horror, anthology horror, and thriller horror. Weird. Okay. So let's get going, shall we? Let's do it. Headliner: The Great Wall, starring Matt Damon and China. Matt Damon and the wrestler China. What's it called? The Great, the Great Wall. Wall. Beat you to it. <laughs> Here we go. We have traveled thousands of miles in search of a weapon more powerful than we've ever known. came to trade. You lie. You are thieves. What was that? There are many things you have not seen. The Great Wall. It's the only barrier keeping the world safe. God. What is it they want? 
to feed. They've trained all their lives for this war. Let me fight with you. Good luck with that. Stay and fight. You think they see you as some kind of hero? I fought for greed. And gods. This is the first war I've seen. Fighting. Amanda, <laughs> worried or excited? Why are you laughing at me? I don't know how I feel about this yet. I'm trying to, like, let it marinate while I talk. Um, yeah, let's discuss it as a group. What is I going on here? What's happening? Yeah, what's somebody happening? tell me. The whole Matt, time Matt Damon plays Legolas. Y- yes. And they fight on the, in, the, in the wall scene during the two towers. This is this generation's Lord of the Rings. I thought that I was so drunk that we were on trailer five. I was like, this is not the head, is it? <laughs> This is the greatest lineup ever. This is what finally bridges the, the West cinema with the East cinema. That's what I see here because this is this yeah. looks like both worlds. You have a bunch of like uh, kind of stoic, serious, uh, gritty Western cinema mixed with Eastern action cinema, which is like super silly but also super serious at the same time. A really weird mix and that vibe. Both those are clashing here. This is crazy. It also sounds like Matt Damon is talking like a really bad dub almost. Yeah. Yes. What, like what's really with him slow. and the guy? Yeah. <laughs> the other guy from Game of Thrones. That's just them being racist. <laughs> they get around other Asians and they just start talking in broken Slower. English and everyone's looking around like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> just talk loud and slow. Yeah. Maybe that's what the director thinks that all white people sound like. Who's, no, talk more like white people, yeah, Matt Damon. Who's, who's directing this? A visionary director. Uh, of what other things? Anything? Uh, Yimu Zhang. And he directed uh, House of Flying Daggers, Hero with Jet Li. He's kind of, he's famous for doing Chinese House movies. House of Flying Daggers was pretty pretty popular. Yeah. yeah. Right, but they're Chinese movies with subtitles that have become popular over here because they're crazy and done really well. Yep. This, is, uh, this is all about the whole China starting to i guess mutate with hollywood yes no th- this is shaking hands because because even that flying daggers movie that's like that's like a chinese director coming over here and making a movie and like hanging out with a bunch of white dudes that are kind of whispering in his ear but for the most part he's making his own vision but it has a little bit of influence this is a straight up like 50 50 well it's interesting because one of the things to mention here is that it's already been released in china Hong Kong, Thailand, Czech Republic, Malaysia, 
all over the place. It's already grossed 203 million worldwide, and it doesn't get released in North America until February 17th. Wait, wait. We get second access to a Matt Damon movie? Correct. <laughs> that is fucked up. Right. And there's a whole bunch of controversy over this movie about whitewashing. And immediately Matt Damon was like, did you even look at the story? Like, my character is intended to be white. Yeah. Like, they're, yeah. like He's hello. coming to like a huge Chinese dynasty. Like, can I join you guys and fight in this fucking war? What's up? Yeah, European mercenaries searching for black powder become embroiled in the defense of the Great Wall of China against a horde of monstrous creatures. They're the European mercenaries. It all makes That's sense. That's what now. Europeans sound like. Yeah, and he's probably talking that way so that it can be easily or more easily dubbed over, right? Yeah, it's not like a famous, a famous Chinese person being played by Matt Damon. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not but that would make it better. This is seriously a story that was handpicked, I believe, and they chose this famous director in China, and it's bankrolled mainly by China. I mean, it's made by Legendary. Legendary was bought by this huge Chinese guy. So this is, yeah, this is China, like, luring Matt Damon over there and saying, hey, let's let's do this. This is the precursor to Dune. Yeah. Right. Well, maybe. Yeah. Dune. Yeah. You guys got to get ready for Dune to be full of Chinese people. <laughs> yeah. And, and well, that, that's okay. That actually fits. And like Matt Damon was like, I'm not going to do it unless Willem Dafoe does it. And he's like, oh, he's been here for days. He loves it. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Willem, yeah. Willem Dafoe was already there. <laughs> yeah. He hangs out there. Yep. Amanda. I'm excited. Excited. <laughs> yeah, we have, we have conversation has turned opinion. Yeah, I just I I think it's gonna be um, not very good. Maybe not. I don't know, but I think it'll be like fun to watch. Like I think I'll ha- I'll enjoy it, and it'll be crazy and pretty and lots yeah. of flying people. And I like the I like the two towers the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. The original joking explanation of this film <laughs> is what swayed her opinion. She's like, oh yeah, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, perfect. I'll I'll watch it. <laughs> Yeah, I'll slip in here. I don't know what to do with this. I'm like, I'm sort of excited, but in a negative scale sort of way. Yeah. Right. You want to shush this? Yeah. I kind of want to. I, I, well, I don't know. I've, I've, because of my brother, I watch a lot of like Asian movies. He sort of like he sort of shows me the creme de la creme, and there's like a wacky sort of vibe to them that's like super entertaining, but also at the same time almost eye rollingly silly. And I'm I'm a little bit into it, so. I'm curious, especially if Matt Damon just like really takes it seriously. Like I want to see him just like turning fast towards the camera. He's got born face. Arched. He's he's got born face on in this trailer. He looks good. Yeah, I I think I'm. I think maybe I'm excited. Worth fighting. Yes, I agree with you. Born face. <laughs> Is this the slow, best lineup in the world? <laughs> slow slow mo Matt Damon. Let's ask the British guy. British Chinese. I can speak to both. Oh, you can. <laughs> yeah. True. Okay, oh, well. True, mister. Yeah. All right, China. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, conversation oh. did sway my opinion for sure. <laughs> I was definitely <laughs> leaning towards <laughs> Now I'm just in it for the cheesiness. Mm, but yeah. at the same time, I'm curious what this this uh, melding of West and East will produce. Hmm. Yeah, can we can we uh, can we admit like before we continue that all of us here most likely, and I'm sure the most of the cool million, the initial reaction to this trailer is discomfort. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. But this yeah. trailer is better than the last one I saw. Hmm. 
You well, did. Uh, Sad Sack did a, a, a bang up job picking the the right trailer, I think, as yeah. well, because it is a uh, much well, higher quality than the first one. All the credit, all the credit goes to Sad Sack. Yeah, tough none, but fair. None of the credit goes to me at all. It's all to Sad Sack. Absolutely, none to me. All to Sad Sack. All of the credit goes Na- to Sad Nathan. Are you uh, worried or excited? I'm negative scale uh, excited because this has potential. This has potential. This reeks like it's just going to entertain me. I don't know. What do you want? It's 103 minutes. Yeah, and Matt Damon looks kind of too old and too fat to play this part. <laughs> it's an hour and 40 minutes long. If this, an hour and 43 minutes. This this feels like it could have been two hours and something. Mm-hmm. Easy. Oh. For sure, yeah. Yeah. So to hear that it's an hour and 43 minutes, I was on the fence like, ah, is this negative scale terrible? Or, yeah, do I want to see the East and the West meld together? And that's kind of interesting. This could be bad and that could be great. And, oh, my God, it's 143 minutes. I'm excited. Like, that's the tipping point. Yeah. Exactly. 160 minutes, parents uh, are betrayed, siblings die. Yeah. I meant, an hour, I meant to say an hour and 43 minutes, not 143 minutes. It's, an hour, it's 103 minutes. In turn. Uh, go ahead and take a dump on it and ruin it for everybody. <laughs> I have a question. On IMDb, this is listed as action adventure fantasy. Are you on and it regular? It doesn't seem like this is an adventure because they're in the same spot the whole time. Are you on regular? Don't you need IMDb? to like go somewhere? Are you on regular IMDb or or IMDb Pro Plus? I'm on regular IMDb. Okay. No, on, on, on Pro, money. it's like, oh, that rating is for chumps. That's what we throw out there to sway the <laughs> the yeah. proles. Yeah, it's the, not a, a rating. It's just. The description well, is action, adventure, fantasy. The genre description makes way more sense on IMDb Pro Plus. The, what does it say on IMDb Pro Plus? Uh, ad- adventure, fantasy, action. <laughs> it's a spiritual adventure. Oh, God. Uh, it's okay. also a really long wall. So, yeah. And why this, did they build it? Why did they? What were they trying to keep out? You know. Exactly. The dragons. This is pro-Trump propaganda. It took seventeen hundred miles or seventeen hundred years to build. It's five fifty-five hundred miles long. What were they trying to keep out? The uh, snakes and ladders. The game. The answer is Mongols, not aliens. But carry on. Yeah, um, <laughs> everyone here is crazy. This will be entertaining in a bad way for a limited period of time and small segments in between. Right, an hour. And this is this is riding. A zero negative one What'd I tell on you? its best day. What I tell you? Shit. Everyone's losing Everyone. a point. Worried. Poop. Big old poop. Big big poop right there. This is no a woman a gun in a noodle shop. I'm sorry. Or a Jenga gun. Or a lightning R- Ricky Flash. I I actually made a reference that anyone who pays attention to directors will catch. In turn, Daniel is just being an asshole. I have something. I have something I want to say to you. Did someone like in the flash? I have something I want to say to the intern, everybody. Put a sock on it, boy. Or else you'll be out of here like shit through a goose. <laughs> Apologize for being such an inconsiderate <laughs> prick back there. <laughs> All right, trailer I'm number two. Great wall. Trailer number two is by the visionary director Gore Verbinski. It stars Dane DeHaan. It is the first entry. Of the horror trifecta, it is your science fiction horror. It is a cure for wellness. A cure for wellness. Here 
we go. There is a sickness inside us. Rising like the bile that leaves that bitter taste at the back of our throats. It's there on every one of you seated around the table. Only when we know what ails us can we hope to find the cure. What do you make of that? Clearly he's lost his mind. Our thoughts exactly. We'd like you to go to Switzerland and bring Mr. Pembroke back to us. What we offer here is a process of purification away from the pressures of the modern world. Your plan is to take Mr. Pembroke back with you. Is that a problem? He's a patient, not a prisoner. Are you here for the cure? No. Actually, I was just leaving. No one ever leaves. Welcome back, Mr. Lockhart. Signs of concussion. Depleted immune system. I would like to recommend a treatment. Think of it as a cleansing of the mind as much as the body. Some patients experience visions. But rest assured, it's just the toxins leaving the system. There's a terrible darkness here. That was 200 years ago. This is happening now. You said no one ever leaves. What happens to them? I saw the bodies! Listen to yourself. You're not a well man. You're trying to make me think I'm insane. What's happening to me? It's all part of the cure. There is no cure! Accept the diagnosis, and you will see it. It's wonderful here. Nathan, worried or excited? Okay, so let's discuss visionary director Gore Verbinski. <clears throat> Gore. The name is Gore. His name is Gore. I like that name. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They're calling him a visionary director, but I am not sure that the Mexican, the Ring, the Weatherman, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End... Um, the Lone Ranger. I'm not sure these things make you a visionary director. I'm not yeah. sure what what qualifies Ivan. What qualifies someone as being a visionary? Um, doing something outside of the norm, probably. So okay, a trilogy. I don't know that that counts. Hmm. Aronofsky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I think like this. There's something about this movie that's very appealing. But there's something about the visionary director, Gore Verbinski, that just sticks in my craw. <laughs> I can't Ooh, handle it. Craw. It bothers me. Uh, but that being said, I'm going to try to ignore that. And I'm going to say that, you know, although this kind of feels like Shutter Island 2. <sighs> fuck you. You're going to do that? <laughs> no, yeah. I was going to do that. But no, that like soured my opinion. Um, no, it looks like it's done with um, more vision. <laughs> I'm Shutter Island too excited. 
about Dane DeHaan. Dane DeHaan's crushing it. He looks good in this. He looks like he'll carry it. It looks like it gets creepy and weird and psychological. How how long is it? Oh, shit. Better not tell Daniel that. Okay. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm Shutter Island too excited. Intern? How long is it? Intern? <laughs> what? Where's the intern? Intern, are you there? Oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, oh. Ta- talking into a muted microphone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there's two things here that looked really great. Um, one is when the train's coming in and you see like the mountain on the window. This yeah. is like a great shot. Um, and the other thing is the little water bug on his finger. Mm. Um, yeah, pretty much that, that little water bug makes me want to watch this movie. Like just that. One thing has kind of pulled me in. Um, he's definitely not visionary. Um, I guess everything I said before didn't come through either. So you're insect excited. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm insect excited. Yeah, it's like that scene in uh, Matrix when uh, <laughs> Agent Smith puts the little mechanical like surveillance thing bot into his, into his chest. Belly button. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah, into his belly button. That's right. Right in the navel. Oh. Yeah, he's got an innie for a reason. If he had an Audi, it wouldn't have worked. Yeah. No, not my navel. <laughs> uh, uh, Daniel, this movie is uh, one hour and 40 minutes. Okay, so I don't know why I was being scared. Uh, I'll just slip in here and say yes. I am like just barely over the line excited. I don't know why there's a lot of like weird little anxious uh, tweaks about this film that like like I, I can feel myself getting excited for it, and then some part of my brain is like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa something's off here." But I think I'm feeling generous tonight. I'm gonna get to go ahead and just get slip in and just say, "Barely excited." <laughs> also, I just lied. It's two hours and twenty six minutes. There you I, go. It would retract all of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna say, did he just say an hour and forty six minutes? It's a hundred and forty six. Horrified. If this movie is over two hours, it's not worth watching. I'm taking your first uh, response. So you're, you're no longer barely excited at 2 and 26? At 2 and 26, I am worried. <laughs> <laughs> that means you don't know what it is in your film that makes it good. So, yeah, uh, that does change everything. Worried. But what, but, if the, what if the 26 is just added buildup? Like, what if you need that to make the rest of the two hours ex- it's matter? just credits with, like, director exposition. Yeah, that's Daniel, that's there Daniel. is that's sexual where... content, including an assault, graphic nudity, and language. This is see, R. See, Daniel, that's where you fail. No, no, no. See, if you... you're talking like 14-year-old Daniel watching Cinemax at 3 o'clock in the morning, watching the light under the door to make sure he doesn't see, like, footsteps. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Graphic, aggressive nudity. Yes, all in. But no, two and a half hours for, like, a weird sort of indie mystery? That, that feels exhausting. Daniel, you need drama to make horror effective. What if it's using that extra time? To saturate it with meaning. I don't know. The, the Exorcist with the director's cut included bonus footage is like two hours and 18 minutes. It's unnecessary. Two hours and 18 minutes is really close to two hours and 26. Ivan. <laughs> That's eight minutes off. Um, he's worried about eight minutes. Well, you know, eight minutes could make Fuck. or break you. Fuck you, intern. You lied. We hadn't excited on the table. <laughs> I know. You ruined <laughs> it. You ruined it. Um... There's a lot of mystery in this trailer. God damn it. And uh, it, I, it piques my curiosity, so I'm just going to go ahead and say excited. 
But yeah, the two twenty sixes. That's pretty long. I don't know that I can sit there for that long. I'm excited though. I'll deal. Yeah, phones are creeping out of people's pockets at like two hours and <laughs> one minute. <laughs> Attention spans have killed the long movie. Yep. Amanda, uh, finish us off. Oh, one word. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh I think that it's a movie that I will rent on demand because I want it to be good, but I know it's not going to be good. I know it's going to disappoint me. Also, in the beginning of the trailer, there was like a fatty in the swimming pool, and I thought, is that what I look like? (laughs) (laughs) I I thought this was going to be focused around, do you remember that movie about John Kellogg, that crazy fucker? That had like a wellness center in the night in the early 1900s that I, was played by Anthony Hopkins. Do you remember that movie? I watched that movie. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I fucking loved that movie. I thought this was like a re like a remake or a reinterpretation of that story, and then it just like got all fucking weird. Mm. But yes, that movie with Anthony Hopkins, love it. You you have seen it though, right? I have. Yeah. Okay, so it's not going to go on a burden list or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Satsack has a special announcement regarding the burden list later on. Oh. It's finally over. Brilliant. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, Amanda, did you when you were watching the people in the pool? Did you see any parkas? Shut up. Or any uh, genital men? Oh. Did you no. happen to see any parkas? No. Outtake. Ooh, I've always wanted a parka. I like really liked this guy in high school who was a swimmer, and they had parkas, and that was part of the attraction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This so. podcast is mean. So if you're like kind of attractive, just throw on a man shawl and you'll be it's more not a attractive. Shawl, it's like a it's like a, a coat for the for the real winter. It, it's like a sleeveless coat. No, it's not. It's, it's like a sleeve. cape with a hood. What are you talking about? What? What's that? What's that Olympic medalist guy? He wears a parka. What's his name? Yeah, Michael. Yeah. Michael what? What's his name? Phelps. Yeah, whatever. Michael poops. Yeah. I'm worried. Poop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so the true fulcrum tonight is, and again, this is all kismet, Daniel. It's all kismet. It's all coming together. Earlier, you made a reference to Tales of the Crypt, and our true fulcrum tonight is a horror anthology. A horror anthology that only has four stories. A perfect anthology. Perfect number of stories. All female directors. This is called X. X. Oh, 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 like like a female chromosome. Got it. Fucking ruins everything. (laughs) Killing me. (laughs) I was waiting for that third X. Here we go. X. X. Here we go. What's in the box? Present. Can I see? Danny, stop being so nosy. It's okay. I don't think anyone's been up here in a really long time. Maybe it's cursed. Your son tore my daughter's fingernails off. You're not going to punish him? You gotta eat something. It's been three days, buddy. Not hungry. Something's happening to Andy. 
something just terrible. You're not getting up from this table until you eat that pizza. Do you understand me? Just eat! If you don't eat, eventually you'll die. So? All right, Daniel, what do you say? You excited? Are you worried about... About XX? XX. Right. Um, I'll say this. I, I took a little roller coaster internally. A little, a little bit of a roller coaster ride there for a while. Because it looked quality. Uh, Magnet is a real coin flip in terms of production. You don't know if you're going to get something that's like reasonably entertaining that maybe you would give like a, a plus a strong plus one or negative one to or if it's going to be absolutely worthless and it's tough to compare when you've already started the evening with a 24 which you know to be consistent and high quality well that i said, should i should point out that um magnet is the distributor only okay okay fair enough that said it does look reasonably decent i will give it that and i think that Based off this trailer, like it's tough to say. I feel like this trailer is really like elevating the movie. I'm getting that sort of feeling that the movie is not that great, but the trailer is very good or at least very helpful. So I'll, I'm gonna think I'm gonna let myself be swayed, knowing that I don't think I'm venturing in any, any sort of like incredible experience, but I think that this looks fun enough to enjoy. I'll go excited. Additional information Snow it's Fort, like two hours and 20 minutes. No, yeah, it's, it's four different stories. No, it's not. It's 80 minutes. <laughs> it's 80. It's an hour and 20. And it's it's produced by Snowfort Pictures. Snowfort Pictures made... Uh, stop talking. Jod- Jodorowsky's Dune and, okay, yeah. and Cheap Thrills. Okay. There we go. That's a plus. That's a big plus. Yeah, I didn't fuck you this time. I like... I'm going to step in. I like that there's... Because I've I've had very limited experience with the anthology situation, but I did recognize that Tales of the Crypt was strong because it kept it simple. And when I see that there's only four stories, I like that. I like that. And I've I've taken a closer look at some of the women involved, and I like that they've themed it, you know, around that because there's this big women's movement lately, and that'll that'll make somebody happy somewhere. Yeah. So let's see it. Let's see what you have to offer. Yeah. And I also want to point out that during one of the parts in the trailer when they see the uh, freaky girl that I believe is on top of the toilet. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Where, where, she, penis? where she yes. turns where she turns her face and her face has got that weird eye shit going on and it's really creepy. I've invisibly jumped. <laughs> so did Amanda. During that part. Like the girl turned her head and Ivan went, oh! Yep. So did Amanda. Is yeah. that kismet? <laughs> I don't know. Ivan? <laughs> Why don't you put on that parka over there? Oh, okay. <laughs> it's getting cold. All right. <laughs> shook it, shook it, shook it. Okay. Um, yeah. No, I think this has like an hour and 20 minutes. What are you talking about? That that The story with the kid who can't eat? At the very end, I don't know if you guys caught it, but in those like quick quick uh, flashes, he looks Skeletal. G- gaunt. Like he's starting, yeah, like I don't know. I'm, hey, if one of the four hits, is it worth it? Uh, that's uh, yes. That, that that's often your only hope 
when you mm. go into anthology movies is that one of the any number hits. Right. So I'm willing to endure three okay ones if one of them nails it. So I'm excited. Excellent. Ivan? I was going to base all of my excited solely on that premise that hopefully one of them hits. Yeah. That terrifying girl one. I'm sure that's going to be the one. <laughs> Scare the living shit out of me. Yeah, also, I want to know what's in the box. Yeah. Well, you were a little bit, um, you know, I mean, it's it's made by four women. You acted kind of like a woman. Amanda. <laughs> oh, and you, you know, I heard box and I also heard. Yeah. What's in the box? What's in the box? Thumb, thumb that box. Mm-hmm. Um, me? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. I... Oh, I kind of want to know. Daddy. Well, here's the the real the truth is, yeah. I'm, I bet that one of them will be good, and I bet one of them will hit, and it'll be tense and good, memorable. I'm not sure which one that'll be. Um, but the real question is, is how is intern over there going to judge this? Is it like going to be like at least two of them have to be good? I don't know. I'm worried. Quit trying to score points and just enjoy yourself. No, no. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, Amanda's a gambler. No, she will play the game, whatever the game is. Oh. Mm. <laughs> no, but I am worried, though. I think I actually don't think that any of them are going to, like, really crush. I hope that one does, but. Let's hope. Because, yes, that is the perfect. Let's bring that up again. That is the perfect anthology. The perfect anthology is four parts surrounded by a relatively loose threaded fifth story that encapsulates the other four that's the perfect anthology so do you feel like you're turning your back on your gender with your worried response tonight yeah uh no um are we weak white knight just social justice yeah y'all are getting um upset or like indignant on behalf of someone else that isn't you and that's just rude um, we're indolent hypocrites. But, no, I just, you know, so like the, the, the box one with the kid not eating, like that one does not interest me in the slightest. Um, I love the dad. He's like, eat your fucking throat. <laughs> yeah, because that always works. <laughs> um, and then the, the lady on the toilet, like it did scare me, but I don't know. I don't like like the birthday party one. Like Daniel does. Well, I feel like toilet scenes are soured for you after Dreamcatcher. <laughs> yes, yes, the they bu- are. The birthday party one's gonna end up being like amazing, and it's the one they showed like nothing of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna really fuck with you. It's got all those weird people dressed up, and it's gonna like play off the whole like mascots are fucking pedophile psychos. It's gonna play <laughs> off that so much fisting. <laughs> no, I want to tell you. Boring. The other night, the other boring. night I was at a live hockey game, and for the first time ever. I saw the humanity of the mascot. <laughs> you had an epiphany with the mascot? Yeah. No, Chelsea's been creeped out by mascots for years, and, I'm, and I've been like, whatever, it's a mascot, right? And I thought it was funny and everything. Anyway, he turned, and he bent down, and he didn't have the thing on, on the back, and I could see his neck. Oh. And I was like, oh, ooh. oh, my <laughs> God. Like, ugh. And then now, like, every time I look at him and he's walking around, I'm like, oh, God, ugh. You fucking monster. (laughs) He's a A human human neck. Disgusting. He's a human. He's, look at them. And look at the, and and when you start to twist your perception that way, you're like, oh my God, you're disgusting. And you're saying it to the parents who are like happily taking pictures of this guy with this (laughs) neck. (laughs) Hugging. Fucking neck. (laughs) 
hugging his your your children right in front of you, and you're taking pictures of it. You're disgusting. Yeah. Oh, this is a methed out <laughs> homeless person in a suit. Kill yourself. Oh my god. Oh, you are not protecting your children at all. You are a terrible parent. Thank you very much. Intern, why don't you uh, do your regular poop dance? If this horror film was called XX, The Horrors of a Mascot, and there was four shorts on people being terrified by disgusting human necks, it would be interesting. Right. Um, the problem with the anthologies is that they're anthologies and you have to watch more than one of something that's bad. So watching two of something that's bad is is horrible. Watching three of something that's bad is, is beginning to be unwatchable and watching four is good luck, guys. Oh, but it's, um, it's like 12 I, minutes at a time. It's l- more than that. Barely. It's like 20 <laughs> minutes at a time. He's, I'm going to open my box to you guys. He's got ABCs of death in his mouth right now. I'm going to let you thumb my box. Oh, my, oh my God. God. <laughs> It'll be at my birthday party. I'm the, her only living son, and this will fall, worried. Oh God, fuddy daddies all around. Oh. Uh, congratulations, Amanda. Yeah, thank you. That's how you <laughs> on your points. Oh yeah, no, she <laughs> she will win the game at all costs. She will sacrifice her image to the cool million to win the game. I will punt. I will punt over the fifty yard line. <laughs> I give a fuck. I'm true to myself. <laughs> all right. I don't like anything. <laughs> Trailer number four tonight, Daniel. Brought to us by the well-known horror uh, mind of Jordan Peele of Key and Peele. Uh, he is the writer and director of Get Out. Get Out? Yeah, Get Out. <laughs> Here we go. You got your toothbrush? Check. Do you have your deodorant? Check. Do you have your cozy clothes? Got that. What? Do they know I'm black? Should they? You might wanna, you know. Mom and Dad, my black boyfriend will be coming up this weekend. I just don't want you to be shocked that he's a black man. <laughs> I ain't never seen you like this before, bruh. Meet family taking road trips. Don't come back all bougie, man. Come back, get your damn pants up to your damn stomach. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys coming up from the city? Yeah, we're just heading up for the weekend. Can I see your license, please? He wasn't driving. I didn't ask who was driving. I asked to see his ID. Call me Dean and hug me, my man. So how long has this been going on, this this thing? (laughs) (laughs) We hired Georgina and Walter to help care for my parents. When they died, I couldn't bear to let them go. smoke in front of my daughter. I'm gonna quit. She'd take care of that for you. How? Hypnosis. I'm good, actually. Are you ready for this? I'm back in the beat. So look, I go do my research. Apparently, a whole bunch of brothers been missing in this suburb. But it's cool. Bro, how you not scared of this, man? Couldn't see another brother around here. 
Chris was just telling me how he felt much more comfortable with my being here. Get out. Sorry, man. Get out! Yo! Rose, we gotta go. Is everything okay? Rose, the keys. Just get the keys. I don't know where they are. Rose! Sink into the floor. Wait, 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 wait. Sink. Terrible thing to waste. Terrible thing to waste. If there's too many white people, I get Um, in turn, worried or excited? Get out. Um, what is that from? There's, I, I just have, it's got to be like Outcast or something where someone says get out and I just have it stuck in my head. It reminds me of Eddie Murphy Delirious. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> where he talks, he talks about <laughs> horror movies with, with white people where they go to ghost houses and you know the ghost whispers and they stay there and they're so stupid if it was a black family it'd be like get out okay well we gotta go (laughs) (laughs) um the only thing that's uh kind of concerning is that this is all based around hypnosis but uh but i'm entertained i want to watch this um is it all based around hypnosis it looks like it's based around white people making black people disappear and hypnosis is involved i don't know yeah, it's all done with hypnosis. It's racist. And it's from the mind you of gotta, a black person. You it's reverse racism. Somehow. <laughs> and it's not just black people. They had some Asians. That's true. China, weigh in. <laughs> <laughs> Over to China for our Eastern perspective. Wait, introduce well. Ethan. <laughs> oh, did he not give an answer? But Sorry. I'm leaving excited. Okay. Oh. You're excited about this, but you're worried about everything else? Yeah. What the fuck are we? Okay. Did you like Keanu? This is written and directed by Jordan Peele. I haven't seen Keanu yet. That's about uh, 14 episodes away. Or how about Key and Peele, the show? I haven't seen that either. Christ, you monster. Okay, okay. We need, we need Daniel to weigh in here because intern said he's excited. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel seems to have more knowledge about Jordan Peele than anyone here. Let's come on. Well, I'm confused, too, because I, I like Key and Peele. Of course, that's uh, Michael Keaton Key and Jordan Peele. They have a sketch comedy show. The two of them have been in comedy for a long time. Dick, it's what? Keegan. Keegan. That's what I said. You said Michael Keaton because you're in love with him. I, fair, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this is, I, this, is a, this is a tough one. This is a weird one. Because it looks genuinely decent, but it's written and directed by Jordan Peele, which is to give a lot of credit to a man who doesn't deserve it in this respect this soon, but maybe? Uh, So does the, you know how uh, great comedy actors um, are really good at playing like horror? Drama, you mean? Yeah. No, he's right about that. Drama and comedy is forever connected. Horror is where... Horror and comedy, I think, should be the same well, also. No. Horror, horror is where people get their start doing shitty things, and then they go on to better things in different genres. On Rotten Tomatoes, this is 100%. Hey, hey, it hasn't even come out yet. 
<laughs> it's one guy that's like, yeah, of course it's going to be great. Well, I think you have to reach a threshold. on IMDb. You have to reach a threshold of like six reviews or something to even be even qualify for a tomato rating. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's 15. So that Here's means 15 that, people. At least Here's... that many people said it was good, right? Ugh, yeah. enough. Here's the thing. <laughs> uh, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that uh, Key and Peele are both half white, half black. So I think that all of the racial humor that's going to inevitably be in this horror comedy movie is going to be justified and fair and fucking fun. So I'll, I just watched Keanu. I'm in a good mood. I'm going to give it a chance. <laughs> Mike, have I said positive every time? No, because the interest diddled you on the, the other one that was long. You did. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, you there did we go. initially Thank say God. excited. He said he was going with that. Yeah. So for all for all uh, archive update purposes, for recording you are, purposes, yeah, you are this for, all excited so far. You are four in and what? Yeah. No, no, because you initially said excited. That was your first response. Under false pretenses. Oh my god! You I was changed lied to. your mind. Yada yada yada. I was lied to. Blah blah <laughs> blah. Hey, you know. Hey, as Amanda once said, enough. Okay. <laughs> Come on, Amanda. What do you got for us? I'm tired. Tweet. It's almost 11 o'clock. Y'all can't just yammer on about hey. Rotten Tomatoes. Hey, you know? I like Andrew. And I like Andrew. <laughs> throw, so. throw down some Faye and Twee. Let's go. Um, I am. This movie looks so weird. And I am struggling with hypnosis as well a little bit. Because it does all sort of turn on that. But I'm going excited. Hmm. I think it'll be fun. Gonna be fun. Gonna be fun. Who hasn't gone yet? Ivan? Um... I'm gonna go see this movie. Uh, they're gonna get my money, but I'm I'm worried because it's Jordan Peele, and I just don't know what to expect from him in this kind of genre. So I'm just gonna go worried. Right in the pairing, don't you kind of lean key? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, like he's just kind of there. He's almost like a backdrop to key, but maybe key is the performer and Peele is the director. Right. Maybe. Thank you. Yeah, and yes. on that note, I'm going to say I love racial tension excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's, got the, it's got the girl I hate from Girls. Oh, God, oh, she yeah. is the worst. I'm going to hate her yeah, a lot more. more. I'm going to hate yes. her some more. Did you know, friend. Dunham? Yeah. No. Did and, you see Lena Dunham in that trailer? I don't know. <laughs> no. It's, you said something about girls. No, it's it's the girl that played Peter Pan. <laughs> Yes. In the live <laughs> network rendition. Uh, Way to go. Yeah. Awful. Awful. Super success. I'm, I stand by my excited, though. Trailer number five, as we denouement from the horror trifecta tonight, uh, we have a little bit of uh, heavy drama, little period piece, little thing I like to call tulip fever. Tulip fever? Is that a joke? <laughs> Tulip fever. Here we go. You would have been an orphan girl on a stormy sea. Marriage is a safe harbor. Love, honor, and obey. <laughs> 
tells me you've been busy. He doesn't mean painting. Nathan, worried or excited? Okay, so what do we got here, team? What do we, what do we got? What do we got here, T. Parker? Dane DeHaan, great uh, screenwriter. The screenwriter wrote uh, Brazil, uh, Empire of the Sun, and Shakespeare in Love. Well, Tom Stoppard is. I mean, for those of us with, excuse me, excuse me for a moment, intern. For those of us with actual theatrical training, uh, Tom Stoppard is <laughs> going back a lot farther than your little comments just now. Um, see, Tom Stoppard is one of the authors of Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are Dead, the uh, very famous play that was written. Uh, yes, he did partake in Shakespeare in Love. Yes, you can pretty much assume that this is going to have depth in its writing. It is based on a novel, so it's Tom Stoppard adapting. I don't know if that makes a difference, but I think we can pretty much, yeah, we can agree to say that, uh, you know, the writing's going to be solid. Danny Elfman is composing. Music's probably going to be interesting. Weinstein's producing. And he actually, this was filmed a while ago, and it got it got postponed pretty heavily because it was going into a weekend where it wasn't going to have success, so they were banking on February 2017. <laughs> I would have banked on January 2017 myself, but uh, Alicia Vikander. Let's release it amidst less competition. Well, that, I mean, you kind of, you can't. Fault it. I mean, it's not a mo- it's a period piece drama. It's not going to do huge numbers anyway, right? Like, right. you got to try to position it. And I get that. Vekander, uh, Carla Delavigne with the big eyebrows, <laughs> Galifianakis, always you know he's starting to show up in weird shit. Waltz, O'Connell, Dame. Dane DeHaan, guys, Judy Dench. Like, I don't know. I mean, if you're Is that up, the same Nathan, Nathan, Nathan. What? Is that the same kid from the first trailer? Yeah, Cure for Wellness. Yeah, we got a oh, double. Fuck. A double, da, a double da Han, <laughs> double da Han tonight. Um, I don't see how this could be bad. This is a content issue. Like Daniel's going to say he's worried because he doesn't give a fuck about period pieces, regardless of whether there's deception or good writing. 
and I'm going to call him out tonight. I'm going to say, you're in a good mood. You should give this one a chance because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be on board here. Tulip Fever, excited. Excited. Intern. 107 minutes. So I just want to point out that um, Judy Dench says that she, she knows that her, he's been busy and not painting, but I want to correct her and say that, oh, he's been painting. He's with been his painting dick. and fucking. <laughs> he's been doing both. He's, he's he's painting Vic Anders' vagina with all that cum. He's, he's oh, oh. no intern. He's been doing both. Yeah, don't forget filth, sweat, and blood. <laughs> he's been he's been painting and fucking, not just. And, oh, could you imagine if they do it like um, the Red Violin, where where they fuck and paint at the same time? Mm, the only way. <laughs> um, the only thing isn't, that is isn't of that, concern wait a minute, here. Wait a minute. Painting and fucking at the same time. Isn't that, isn't that a 75? <laughs> no. Possible. Is that, is that a 75? Fainting? Um, fuck painting. No. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was it tonight? I forget it already. What was it tonight? The fuckle knuckle. The fuckle knuckle. <laughs> um, They've all got to have names now. <laughs> I wonder if Christoph Waltz is going to fuckle knuckle uh, Vic Ander. He looks great in that costume, doesn't That's he? That's a punishment. Mm. Um, does anyone else want Christoph Waltz to just get out? Just get out? What do you mean? Like break down? You start dancing? Like to stop being in film? Or maybe just stop playing this role? <laughs> I, just, I don't want to see him what anymore. Are you, what are you saying, intern? You, wanna, what, what, you want Christoph Waltz to what? Find a cure for wellness you wanna... and get out. It's like, oh, what is this? Oh, are you betraying me? Yeah, listen to how unique my voice is. It makes everything so intense and intricate. You know what's great is uh, Zach Galifianakis in drama. Yeah, well, it's about time. Uh, he is—he's the exactly the kind of uh, kind of comedic actor you want to put in drama, which is a fucking weirdo. So like it, this, it, this should this is a long time coming because oh, he's, he's, he's honestly it. probably more—he's probably better at being dramatic than he is comedic. Honestly, he's kind of an Andy Kaufman. He's been in a few things. Uh, so what are, are you gonna say, related. intern? Oh, what say you? What what say you? We all know that I enjoy a good drama, and I'm sure I'll enjoy this one. Excited. Amanda. Um, <clears throat> I feel like I got too much information from the trailer, because um, now I don't want to, I feel like I've seen the whole movie and I don't want to watch it. The only way that this movie hooks me is if, and I hope that this is what it is, I mean, this maybe this is what it is, is that she's somehow screwing them both. Like, that she, I don't know. She's <laughs> playing them. Yeah, she's playing them all. She's playing Judy Dench. She's play, I mean, she's playing everyone. But I doubt that that's what's going to happen. And Kristoff is obnoxious. So, worried. His name is Cornelius. <laughs> Cornelius. No, Cornelius. He's one of a few people with a full name. Cornelius Sandfort. Sandvort is his character's name. Mm, just... Just real traditional. And Dane mm. DeHaan's character's name is Jen Van Loos. Yeah. And then Ivan? <laughs> Dennis Van Lanoof. You feel this is uh, lacking in any sort of cultural aspect? Um, There's a lot of white people. <laughs> well, I mean, it is the Netherlands in the yeah. 17th century. Yeah, you got to expect the Dutch. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be no colored people there whatsoever. No. I'm all whiteies. <laughs> This one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pointing out a black person in the cast list. David Harewood. Uh, no, maybe, maybe there's two. <laughs> I, for some reason, I just don't feel 
very drawn by this movie. Uh, like, I could go either way. I'm just going to go worried, though, because it just doesn't seem very enticing in any particular yeah. way. Could go either way, but went worried. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Daniel. Tell, hey, let it loose. No, there's Tell no us letting. which way you're going. There's no letting loose. Uh, there's This movie's not deserving of any sort of rant or offense, but I think I'm on the same oh, page. That's here. how bad it is? No, no, of course not. No, I think I'm on the same page here as I uh, Nathan nailed it from the beginning. This is a content issue. It doesn't look like it's going to be an issue of being quality or if it's going to be bad or not. I'm just not all that interested. There's not enough mystery or intrigue here for me to engage in whatever mild drama is happening before me. I'm going to go uh, responsible, uh, worried. <laughs> all right, okay. Um. <laughs> I'm so close to a shard. I could have argued the shard. I could have gentlemen welcome welcome to the cool million to the second part of trailer park podcast tonight trailer park podcast episode 74 the round table the burden list the intern archive update welcome you may have heard that there is a special announcement tonight regarding the burden list unfortunately it will not be delivered until daniel and i go up on each other intern oh my god what happens with the burden list normally uh the burden list is a list of items that needs to be appreciated and require the insight and understanding of a gentleman in order to be removed from the list. So basically you guys uh, fuck each other with uh, making each other watch uh, sometimes good, sometimes bad movies. And uh, it really depends if it's a, a burden or not, depending on how bad the, right. the movie is that must be watched. Right. So the, in essence, it's about burdening each other and appreciating each other's burdens. Right. Your list right. looks or, like that's going to be harder to do or right enduring. now. enduring. Right. Yes, enduring as well. Ivan, as the guest tonight, uh, can you please tell us who, what is on uh, my burden list and what is on Daniel's burden list? Um, on your burden list, we have The Shining, the TV series. Yeah, the miniseries. The yeah. really <laughs> fucking long <laughs> miniseries. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mom and Dad Save the World. Right. Oh. Classic. Yeah. Uh, poultry Geist. Oh, that's good. Night of, Night of the Chicken Dead. Mm -hmm. yeah. Jack Frost. Oh, yeah. He's not, killing, killing. Not, not Michael Keaton, Jack Frost. <laughs> yeah. And The Invitation. Yes. On. Yeah. Uh, candidate for Fulcrum of the 2016 trailer lineup year. Yeah. Oh. That Im that invitation, yeah. Pretty nice. Uh, on Daniel's list, we have Brothers. Natalie Portman and Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> and Tobey <laughs> Maguire. Uh, well, whatever. Um, little Children. Kate Winslet. Stone. Norton Cornrow. <laughs> Love and Mercy. And Reservation Road. Ooh, heavy. Heavy burden. <laughs> heavy. Heavy. Heavy, heavy. Heavy burden. All right. Uh, intern, what happens next? Uh, first, you guys go up on each other. So you uh, gift each other's uh, sixth movie that must be endured or appreciated. Uh, so... Daniel, uh, do you have some options for Nathan? 
do I have some options for Nathan? <laughs> or are you just going to burden him? Ooh. You're just going to... I'm just going to give him one? Just, no, he's going to have some options. Okay. Nathan, you have some options tonight. Um, I've been advised that I may or may not have been a little bit harsh lately on some of my burden list offerings. Uh, mm. So I have some action selections for you tonight. Mm, that's nice. All right. We're just going to go off some simple taglines. So option number one tonight, first they made him dangerous, then they made him mad. <laughs> it's got to be a sequel. Mm-hmm. Option number two, poison in his veins, vengeance in his heart. <laughs> and number three, so many gangsters, so little time. Just uh, let me know if you need a review. One more time. Number one, first they made him dangerous, then they made him mad. Option number two, poison in his veins, vengeance in his heart. And option number three, so many gangsters, so little time. Poison is in his veins, what in his heart? Poison in his veins, vengeance in his heart. Is he Googling? He's Googling things. Oh my God, you're a fucking cheater. (laughs) You fucking cheater. Well, I've already seen Crank. So... I'm going to go with uh, Kung Fu Hustle. (laughs) (laughs) Kung Fu Hustle. All right. Yeah. This speaks a little bit of some of the conversation that we've already had tonight, which is that some of this is a little bit silly, but I find this movie a lot of fun. Maybe you, I hope you feel the same. Can't believe you've seen Hardcore Henry. Yeah. He liked it. That's coming up soon. I actually genuinely really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Hardcore Henry is is better than you think. Interesting idea. Was that gentlemanly behavior just now? Uh, gen- you cheating? I don't think so. <laughs> no, that was gentlemanly. <laughs> All right. Here's one that you can't cheat with, Daniel. Uh, intern, is it my turn? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Enlighten us. Yeah, tonight we're going to do word association. Mm, great. Uh, just like the first uh, pre-trailer. Uh, your word association, I'm going to give you one word for each option, and whatever word you feel most drawn to, you can do. Or... As always, you can pick your poison by choosing August, Osage County. God, don't tempt me. Amanda has explained the premise of that movie to me, and it's kind of fucking dark. (laughs) You can choose it. I'm saying it's an option. It's the fourth option. Uh, Your word association words tonight are, number one is, Ivan? Doppelganger. 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 I like that one. Uh, Your second word tonight is, Ivan? Messiah. Messiah. And your third word tonight is, Ivan? Prodigy. Prodigy. Doppelganger, Messiah, Prodigy, August, Osage County. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, off the top of my head, I can think of like three or four doppelganger movies that have come out in the last five years. And none of them are that appealing to me. So I'm going to slip on over to, what do we have, Messiah? Mm, Yes. (laughs) <laughs> to the Messiah and then Prodigy category. Um, prodigy, oof. Sounds heavy. It does. It could be a trap. could be like a real dramatic coming-of-age mentor oh. relationship movie. I'm pretty sure I know which one that is. Uh, let's go Messiah. Daniel, you've chosen Midnight Special. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll take it. I really like that movie. Um, <laughs> what did I avoid? Um well, Prodigy was searching for Bobby Fisher, so you nailed searching that. Searching for Bobby Fisher, yeah. <laughs> and Doppelganger, I'm going to leave a mystery. Ooh, all right. 
Uh, so Nathan, are you going to enlighten us with your new your news or? Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! No, something this is you not, guys went up on each other. This is sad not sack. my news. Oh, sad sacks. This is our a, news. This is a sad sack release. Okay, are you ready for the release? Please. Okay. Um, so, announcement regarding the burden list from Sad Sack Studios executives. Um, Sad Sack Studios has been doing some research regarding the burden list and have made several changes that will be implemented moving forward, starting with Trailer Park Podcast Episode 75. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, I mean, and, and they make it clear here, you can submit an appeal if you want to, but it has to be formally submitted. So... Yeah, notarized, of course. Right. Um, so some of the executives from the Sad Sack Studio head office suggested that the burden list wasn't really a burden. If it was so easy to just maintain it at five all the time. So the chains are coming off and the following changes are being implemented. Number one, movies that have already been seen will be burdened anyway and must be rewatched to be properly appreciated. Oh, shit. That opens a whole new world, Nathan. Number two. You no longer have to have seen the movie you are burdening. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, this, this game just got dark. This is like prisoner shanking. Number three. Movies that have not been seen by the burdener can be automatically burdened back after being watched. What? So like an extra movie? Exactly. Wait, wait, wait. So one is, one is going... A, okay, so, go through a hypothetical. All right. So let's say that you put up something you've never seen before. Yeah. And I watch it. And I think it's worthy of being appreciated. I can burden it back to you on top of whatever's being added that week. Oh, shit. Okay. So there's like a... There's like a there's a risk. There's a, oh, yeah. there's a gamble yes. with choosing a, a burdening a movie you haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It could okay. come... It could blow back up in your face. You could go automatically to six. It's a nice balance. It's a nice balance. All right. So, but here's the, you know, everything has to, has to have a check and balance. Okay. If a movie is automatically burdened back, but you feel it was clearly done in spite, it can be challenged after being viewed. And then so, reviewed by like three referees. No, challenges. If a burden back is challenged, the intern must watch the movie and decide <laughs> and decide whether the burden back is warranted. <laughs> so wait, so wait, so wait. The 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 viewee has to think that it was actually good to yeah. auto burden back. Right. So if you're if you're saying, you know, Daniel burdens me something he's never seen. I say, "Fuck you, I'm burdening it back to you." And Daniel says, "There's no way that's worth appreciating. I'm challenging." In turn has to watch it and say whether or not it's actually worthy. Yeah, fair. Yeah, fair. Yeah. To everyone except Andrew. <laughs> yeah. If it is warranted, well, I'll, just, I'll, I'll just tell them to watch it. If it is warranted, it will go it will go up on the list of the challenger, and if it was not warranted, an additional title will be chosen by the intern to be added to the list of the burden backer for that episode. Wait, intern gets to burden something? If it's found to be false, they get intern gets to punish by adding something to the burden list of the person who falsely tried to burden back. Well, that's not fair because intern's never going to like any of Daniel's movies. And somehow I'm going to end up watching The Danish Girl. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like I say, you can submit an appeal. You can submit an appeal and Sad Sack will take a look at it and make minor adjustments. Can we just talk about the fact that Sad Sack Studios came from my brain? I'm actually the founder, CEO, and 
chairperson. Okay, yes, all appeals will go to me. But of this fascist organization. <laughs> well, if if but if there is an appeal, then the changes will be pushed forward to a future episode as we hash out what the check and balance system should be. This is a first proposal. I do believe that it does uh, have some merit. I, I've I've read through it. I think it's fine. Uh, the intern would have to take it seriously and not be an asshole. You can't just you know. This is because you don't watch enough painful movies to burden me a painful movie, isn't it? No. No, it has nothing to do with me. Like I said, this is from Sad Sack Studios. <laughs> Somehow this is about poultry, guys. I can fucking feel it. I was at your burden list today, and I was like, oh, he's pissed. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is, honestly, this is about this constantly staying at five. The, the executives thought that, I mean, what's the point? If, if, of, of the game if it's just going to stay at five all the time. It might as well stay at one. It should be challenging. It should be a burden. It should be a true burden. It should be something that we can't overcome. So. Yeah, you should be every week sitting down to record looking at this list of 20 movies you would rather kill yourself than watch. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, this is I mean, Sad Sack's all aware. I mean, they, they created this initiative and this announcement in the hopes of evolving the burden list into something that is truly, you know, overwhelming and challenging. And it could just be the beginning of a conversation. It doesn't have to be the end. So let's all just, you know, sit with this information. It will be forwarded to everyone via email to deliberate on and provide any feedback. And if all is, is, is a go, then we'll, uh, we'll start doing it for 75. Keep in mind that really the only difference here is if you've already seen it you have to watch it again because if you if you stay true to the original model nothing really changes you have to you have to cross the line and burden something you've never seen before in order to engage these rules right i'm also, also daniel and amanda i i've enjoyed 15 of the 55 movies that have been unburdened on nathan hmm. F- 15 of the 55 did you say yeah, I haven't seen a bunch of them also. That's a, that's a pretty good track that's record, pretty, actually. That's pretty, yeah. I think the changes are very intriguing. I commend Sad <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't keep a straight face. All right, what happens next, intern? Uh, now you guys get to uh, go down on each other. Finally. Uh, Nathan. Uh, Daniel, I, I watched... Um, whoa, what? whoa, whoa. Uh, did you watch Mom and Dad Save the World? No, I did not. Okay. I watched The Invitation. Of course. <laughs> yeah, got rid of it right away. I'm escaping. Couldn't even, couldn't even <laughs> sit on it and then just take, take a little damage. I'm sidestepping. <laughs> um, so why did Daniel want me to watch this? Well, aside from this film being one of the stronger fulcrums from 2016, it's a great example of how drama can help horror achieve greatness. What did I appreciate about it? The way it jumps right in. And lights the candle of the slow burn right off the top. You know something's going to happen, so you wait and you start trying to guess when the shit will hit the fan. The cult video followed by the Pruitt monologue heightens the tension and twists the experience in a psychological way that only a great dramatic veteran actor like John Carroll Lynch can do. That guy seriously is, is, is the tits. The guy that plays Pruitt is the tits. Yeah. He's, he's awesome. Uh, the guy from that new TV series, uh, Quarry, with the permanent bump on his forehead, he does well in the lead role. Mm-hmm. And his the constant. Very common. Yeah. The constant head trip 
He is on, throws gas on the slow burn every 10 minutes or so. Also, the lighting and sound are used very well in this movie. The lighting and sound are exceptional. I think that this is a, a situation where the cinematographer, without the cinematographer, this movie is not what it is. Yeah, this is like a straight-to-DVD, decent, without that, uh, yeah, good yeah, keyword. The, right? the, the lighting and the sound make this movie, like, it pushes it up quite a few notches. It executes. Uh, yes, I will watch it again, and yes, I will recommend it. And the quote that I found was from James Kendrick of Network Film Desk. He said, a thumbscrew chamber drama with a premise dripping in absolute menace. Yeah, I'll take it. What are you making that face for, Evan? Oh, just intriguing. It's a solid movie. Yeah. It's on Netflix, too. Easy to watch. Oh. It's fucking solid. Uh, yeah. I enjoy the slow burn. I think anyone who doesn't like The Invitation is someone that can't handle the slow burn at all. It just slowly builds anxiety inside of you. And you know something's going to happen and you're waiting for it. And when it happens, it's still satisfying. Okay. <laughs> it's going to succeed where the sacrament failed? Well, I remember Daniel said, I think he was kind of being, it was losing him or something until the until it until it uh, hit its mark. But I may be uh, dreaming. I don't know. What was your experience with it, Daniel? Um, th- that's possible. I think that I think I may have like drooped in and out. But no, no. I, I, I think my overall feeling was that it was a, a very well crafted movie, which is why I burdened it. Because you're a gentleman, right? Right. Yeah. After um, Poultry Geist and Jack Frost. Well, the burden to me is part movies I see that you haven't that I think are really high value that you should see. And two, a true burden. <laughs> also, he's really committed to themes. So Poultrygeist is just a product of Thanksgiving. Yeah. Right. right. You, yeah, it, was a, it was a horrible decision of any of the three. And, and Jack Frost <laughs> is the Christmas entry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although you, there was much better ways to go than Jack Frost. Yeah, I'm sure there was. But he's, you know, he's chilling and killing. <laughs> are, those gonna, are you going to save those for next Thanksgiving and Christmas? <laughs> I, don't, Probably. I don't know. I already I've, sat through Poultry Guys. Somebody else needs to. I've decided to stop managing my burden list, and I'm just trying to escape it now. <laughs> I'm just trying to like I'll take the best one that's available and I don't care if the other four are trash like I'll, I'll watch trash if I'm forced to watch trash you're gonna have forgotten The Shining by the time and, and if I'm forced to watch it I think I might actually end up enjoying it more if I watch it voluntarily there may be a bit more of a critical eye right all the judgment swells in <laughs> yeah like I chose to do this so therefore I deem it to be unsatisfactory <laughs> Right. Something of that nature. <laughs> yes. I just want to say, can I ruin the movie a little bit? Is that possible? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, but Ivan wants to see it. I can't ruin Pruitt's monologue. <sighs> Go ahead. Nah, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'll just say that... It's for your cool million. I'll say that there's, like, this culty vibe that sneaks in, and this guy delivers a monologue that's, like more than what you think it's going to be. And it makes, it changes the tone of the movie and kind of like, you know how they talk about beats? Well, they, yeah, it kind of like shifts things and you're like, hmm. you know where you're watching a movie and the slow burn is going and then you kind of perk up and you're like, oh, fuck, right? It's an oh, fuck moment <laughs> and it's great. And I think you should watch it and appreciate it because it's it's done by a great actor and it's it's written well and it's fucking delivered and it executes. Thanks. 
<laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Okay. Tweet. I'm guessing, uh, Amanda, you watched uh, the movie. The Imitation? No, no, no. That uh, Daniel's. Oh burden. yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, did you get cornrows out of the way or no? I think I think maybe we did. Yeah. Stone. I had we already did. seen it, so. Yeah, we watched Stone. Or I watched Stone. She watched it for a second time. And fell asleep. But yeah. oh, what's funny is that for the first two-thirds of this movie, all I was thinking was, oh, no, I think I'm with Nathan on this one. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did. I was like, this movie has a way better soundtrack than it deserves. Uh, there's like this these indie movies that kind of slip into the straight to DVD realm and get overlooked a lot of the time, but have a lot of like big stage actors. Uh, a lot of the time they just fail because of like indulgent writing or boring, whatever. But for the first two thirds of this movie, I was like, this is kind of intense. I should be fucking rolling my eyes at Edward Norton right now, but I'm not, I'm actually enjoying this charming cornrow character. And, like, Mila Jovovich is all fucking weird and, like, super seductive, which is completely, like, right in the middle of her wheelhouse. So, yeah, I was, like, totally on board. I was enjoying it. And I was noticing that Nathan and I have an infatuation with two things. One, slow zoom. Nathan has made that obvious (laughs) on this show. I'm also into slow zoom, but Nathan always, like, you know, is carrying the megaphone on that one. (laughs) And then the, like, white noise, slow audio, like, outfit. Focus, like that's uh, that's another place where Nathan and I like align in the Venn diagram of weird movie tricks that we enjoy. Like I love that, like in the movie, in, like a Taxi Driver, uh, when uh, he's like staring into his cup and the fizz like overwhelms the scene, and there's a slow zoom into his cup. Like this movie Stone is full of these moments of them experiencing this buzzing sound or white noise. It's it's like it's actually central to the plot. So for a long time, I was completely taken in. But I think in, in the third act, it like falls apart and it goes in its victim to this issue with these weird indie big star movies, which is that they want to like twist the plot to freak you out or trip you up or surprise you. And they end up twisting it too much or just engaging in the after story too much where the epilogue becomes part of the third act. And it just kind of gets convoluted and unnecessary i think that it falls victim to a little bit of that in the in the third act but otherwise i was like i was i was very much enjoying it way more than i expected (laughs) and that's totally fair that's exactly the reaction i was anticipating and i also i just wanted somebody to you know somebody that's i i that i respect and appreciate the opinion of to watch it and say yeah it wasn't garbage it was just you know shit on for unfair reasons I mean, right. there's a lot of movies that fail in many ways. And I think that, you know, Edward Norton, from what I've heard, is very difficult to work with. <laughs> and he's that's part of the reason why he doesn't make more movies is because nobody wants to deal with him because he tries to control everything. Except Wes Anderson. So, whatever. <laughs> well, he plays bit parts in that. So he's walking into it knowing he's not the main guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm what I'm trying to say is that it's fine for movies to not completely 100% execute, but it's like Daniel says, if two thirds of the movie are really solid and are actually very surprising, then why is this getting 5.4 out of 10? Like why do people feel the need to shit on it just because he's wearing cornrows? It's a racial thing. Yeah. And, he, and, and what, <laughs> what made it, what made Edward Norton's character to me anyway, uh, from being eye rolling and more charming was that he doesn't try to go like complete white ghetto dude. He just kind of goes just sort of like, 
slightly trashy, troubled youth, and just he just also happens to have cornrows for most of the movie. He doesn't go like straight into that stereotypical super uh, character. He stays like he stays relatively in the middle. It's just his looks, and once you get over that, and you engage in him and Robert De Niro fighting back and forth and getting super intense about weird shit, it's a lot of fun. Have you seen the first movie that Norton and De Niro did together, Dale? No, but I will take this opportunity to say that for like for like a split second, I was like, oh, oh no, is this exactly like Primal Fear? And then, and no, it just kind of like gets kind of weird after that. But yeah, for a second, I was afraid. So you've never seen the score? Oh, no, I have seen the score. Yeah, I, yeah, I forgot about that. With, with Fat uh, Brando. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Fat pre-death Brando. Yeah. yeah. Fat Brando in the sauna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you remember that fucking Marlon Brando movie with Charlie Sheen, where Charlie Sheen comes to fuck his daughters? He's like a farmer with two daughters. No. Ah, uh, fucking burden. Give me a pen. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Island of Dr. Moreau and this one. I don't remember any other. Use your computer, weirdo. Pull it up. Marlon Brando. You've already forgotten, haven't you? No. I'm actually interested enough that I will tell you what it is. I will expose it myself. Um. Mmm. I need Charlie Sheen. I need Charlie Sheen, too. What the hell? Man, the score was one of his last ones, eh? Free money. Free money. No, I have definitely never seen free money. Donald Sutherland, Mira Sorvino. Thomas Martin Hayden. Martin Sheen, Church. David Arquette, Marlon Brando, Charlie Sheen. What Holy. the fuck is this? Where did this come from? <laughs> yeah, this movie's fucking weird. It was yeah. re- released in 1998, December 3rd in Singapore. What the fuck is going on? This is a weird movie. I remember seeing this as a kid, and as a, as a kid thinking, "Oh, this is a weird movie." Oh, I've got an announcement here from Sad Sack. They're willing to take this uh, as a straight swap with Poultry Geist right now. <laughs> 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 no, Amanda endured uh, Poultry Geist yeah, movie I, recently. I did that in solidarity. Oh. You know. So Jack Frost then uh, swap. <sighs> okay. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Are you fucking ready for the intern archive update? Do we have a choice? I got an update for you. We're trying to make music with your voice. Okay. The music's already there. Just pick a <laughs> pick a note and stick to it. No. Jesus Christ! I don't know how. Fucking unbelievable. <laughs> It's like this, right? Enter the door to the archive. He will update you tonight. From my safe safe box. (laughs) Sweet, sweet poetry. Take it away, intern. All right, so we're on uh, episode 38. So this is the... uh, Actually, it's the 39th update because we did 42 out of order because, um, anyway. because of the very clear. horror update the horror yeah we content. halloween that one yeah we halloweened it uh i want to mention something here so nathan had an original question on this episode and he had a jake gyllenhaal explosion um where he just came all over him throughout this whole episode mm. um oh, but his question was who would win an academy award first johnny depp jake gyllenhaal or Leonardo DiCaprio. And I would like everyone to know that I guessed right and you guys guessed wrong. <laughs> so, um, Jill and Hall, you said DiCaprio. Yeah, I did. Um, 
it's a little misleading. You should listen to the episode because it's uh, entertaining. Uh, we can all climatize. Climatize, bitch. Um, <laughs> Is that a saying? Everest oh. was the headliner. Was I on this episode? No. Oh. Um, She's leaving. <laughs> I'm out of here, KP. <laughs> um, Good night, Amanda. About, oh, Everest, about Ray. Uh, our first um, fulcrum. There was a fulcrum first. It was a trailer first. It was the first uh, foreign trailer. We had Goodnight Mommy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sleeping with Other People and the one that hit home with Nathan 99 Homes. That was the lineup. So, Daniel and Ivan, did either of you watch Everest? No. No. no I, my, my, my go-to mountain movie is Vertical Limit. <laughs> right. <laughs> Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> I've never seen Vertical Limit. You can add that to your burden potential. <laughs> I need to. Vertical Limit is fun. It's dumb as shit. <laughs> it's got that great opening scene, though. Yeah, it's got a what is a the, one of the bills, not the Pullman, the other one, Paxton. <laughs> one of the bills. Uh, Ivan, did you watch this? No. 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 Uh, there is a phenomenal one scene. Is so good. Just one scene. That's it. Well, there's a few scenes that are that are good, but one is is beyond. It uh, is much better than the rest of the movie. Didn't we watch Everest together, intern? We did. We did. And uh, yeah, there's like a breaking out of the ice zombie scene. Oh yeah, with yeah. Josh Brolin. It's just so fucking yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, he's like frozen on the mountainside, and they think he's dead, but he's not. You're like, holy fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Have you Nathan- seen? Alive, Nathan? Yes, I have. Yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, don't don't bring your cannibal mountain shit into me. Although Eat asses. It is a biopic, though. Um, Nathan had a bad experience at the theater with this because the guy sitting next to him had taken his socks off and was uh, rubbing oh. his feet, his stinky feet. Oh, just like intertwining his fingers with his feet. I thought I thought yeah. that was I thought that was the walk. Oh. oh, maybe it was the walk. I thought. Everest was that's safe. coming up soon, and the wasp. Yeah, that's probably just rubbing sock dust true. off the bottom of his feet. Yeah, was... no, he like took his shoes off, took his socks off, and just like his feet stank. Oh, and gosh. I was like trying to figure out what it was. I didn't oh, know what it was for the first half of the movie, and then I was like, oh my god, I found out what it was, and I was like, oh my god, who oh, it's are like you? An, it's like an open bag of fiery hot Cheetos that fell in the pool. <laughs> you are the most <laughs> ignorant person I have ever met in my entire life, and I don't even know that talking to you would matter. Oh, he should have just thrown up on his feet. No, exactly. Like, what do you say to a guy that does that? Like, you obviously must know that your feet stink. People who have stinky no. feet are aware they know, yeah. of it. People that tell them. They, they, they like it. It's like people that, like, stew in their own farts. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I, it's uh, my favorite. I kinda, I exactly. A bunch I kinda, of toe intertwiners. <laughs> I kind of stew in my own fart. I'll say this uh, about Everest. Everest has the most terrible... On the over the phone, like wife, uh, snot filled, jaw jutting, over the phone, crying wife, wife, over the phone, oh, over yeah. the phone, crying wife scene, like satellite phone in on this guy dying on Everest, and it's Kira fucking Knightley. Uh, like, oh my god, well, as an actor, that has to be like the janitorial equivalent of like cleaning a stopped up toilet. Oh, it's like getting kicked in the balls. Ugh. Like, like here's a phone, cry on it, you cunt. Right. Somebody, uh, uh, did somebody just say cunt? You're a cunt now. You've always been a cunt. 
And the only thing that's going to change is you're going to become an even bigger cunt. Maybe you have some more cunt kids. <laughs> cunt kids. Cunt kids. Cunt kids. Brought to you by okay. Fuckface. Okay. Don't want cunt kids? Fuckle knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want cunt kids? Put in the fucking bucket. Brought to you by Sad Sack. Face. And Fuckface. And the intern. Uh, and Nathan, you were excited. Sadness. Daniel, you were worried. I was excited. I think uh, watching this in IMAX was worth it, which means uh, I'm giving points to uh, Nathan myself. Yeah, you know what? The good outweighed the bad to the degree of plus one. I agree. Uh, about Ray, uh, Nathan, you gave me a bunch of shit about the Danish girl, which <laughs> will be the first burden I give to Daniel oh, if I'm God. allowed. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, intern loves the new rule changes. Um, This movie went through the uh, festival circuit and it didn't come out. So it hasn't been released on video on demand, DVD, or the theater. Oh, it's one of those trapped in like purgatory indies. There's Rotten Tomatoes because a bunch of critics did go to like the festivals. What do we do do with this? That's 45%. IMDb's at Mm 5.3. Nobody gets points. We had exciteds and worrieds. It's just uh, being omitted for okay. the time being. So. Interesting. Out of four. Out of four tonight. Good night, Mommy. Good night, Mommy. Uh, Daniel, you watched this. Yeah. I'm having a hard time remembering if you liked it or you just liked parts of it. Yeah, I think I, I, think I came out pretty even on it. I think uh, for the vast, like for the earlier, or the, uh, this is another situation that's basically on par with my uh, burden review tonight. I think I liked the first two thirds. It was super fucking creepy. The idea of like your mom not being your mom when she comes home from the hospital because she has too many bandages on. You can't quite be sure and you keep testing her and it keeps fucking freaking you out. A lot of it was actually really intense. But then I think it went in a direction that I didn't really care for. I can't remember what, what direction it was. It was like too paranormal or it, it went somewhere that wasn't as dark as I was hoping for. Right. I could see how the, the end would kind of upset you. I think the the thing that upset me the most is in the trailer, the mom eats the cockroach. Mm-hmm. And in the movie, she doesn't. No? No, it just goes in her mouth, and oh. then they cut away. Okay, yeah, I can't remember back, because I was thinking that she did. But yeah, you could be right. Could have cut away. I was didn't, like uh, really looking forward to that scene. Daniel, it, didn't you it, go to work, and some somebody at work like convince you, or like put you over the edge to make sure you went and watched this or something? Uh, yeah, that was I, I, the, well, the trailer. It could have been, yeah. Um, I seem to remember there being like, you you did it on TPP and then you went to work and people were like, oh, good night, mommy. Oh, good night, mommy. Oh, good night, mommy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did end up getting in contact with some other whore lovers <laughs> at my old job after exposing myself. And so there was a lot of good uh, material tossed back and forth in terms of recommendations. So, yeah, it's very possible. So I enjoyed this quite a bit. And this is my favorite movie of the episode. So this uh, movie wins the episode. Mm. So I get uh, for most quality here. Uh, we were all excited. We all got points for it. So it's uh, two to one to two. <sighs> Moving on to sleeping with other people. This is going to be good. Uh, Ivan, did you see this? No. No? Okay. So I watched this on January 17th, 2016. And I remember nothing. <laughs> so it's a zero. <laughs> um, you watched it with me. That's the definition. If Chelsea, you can't recollect anything. <laughs> Chelsea fell asleep. We watched it together, and it was completely and totally forgettable. 
I don't even rem- like. I don't remember what I. Ra- I probably rated it like a three or something. It was fun. weak. All the funny parts were in the trailer, and the rest of it was stale as fuck. Yeah. So uh, Nathan was gambling on a point, worried. Woo! <laughs> Daniel was weirded out, excited. Oh no! And and I thought sex can be funny, excited. And then I sighed. I sighed before I said excited, which means stupid brain. Should have just done what I was feeling inside, which has been worried. Uh, that's a Nathan point. has three points. Daniel, a, you have one. That's a point for two. Nathan. That's a point for Nathan. Not my episode. That's a point for me. 99 homes. I gambled on that motherfucker. 99 homes. Uh, did anyone besides Nathan watch this? No. no. Mm, 99 homes. Yep. It's what I do for a living. Nathan, Hit home. this relates to Nathan on levels that it will never relate to anyone else unless they do the same type of thing or deal with the same situations. That would be uh, evicting people from their homes. <laughs> yeah. Nathan <laughs> loves it. <laughs> no, it's just I've become comfortable with it, which is what happens in this movie, which is... Halfway to loving it. Well, that's uh, why oh, I, I think... relate to it, is because... Halfway it's... to getting off on it. But it also makes you feel guilty, too. Like, hey, doing this means you have no humanity. Yep, always a little guilt after you come. <laughs> That's how you know it was worth it. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nathan, you were excited. Daniel, you're listening to Michael Shannon rant on excited. <laughs> I was content worried. Uh-oh. And uh, that's pretty much what I got out of this is that uh, I, don't really care for, I don't really care for it. I wish uh, Michael Shannon had a, a more explosive scene where he could, you know, kill someone. I am Zod. I don't know. I think they. Um, I, don't, I don't think you can trash on the acting performances, though. No, the acting performances are good. I also yeah. put notes in here on my little review that this is kind of where I think people started changing their feelings towards Andrew Garfield. Because um, there's this, and then the two movies that just came out that were nominated for different things. Yeah, was Silence nominated for something? Yeah. Yeah. What Cinematography. A, what a word show. The Oscars. Oh, the Oscars nominated Silence. Yeah, for cinematography. Oh, must have been too quiet for me to hear. Must have been. <laughs> you know, at the beginning of Silence, it came up and it says Silence and it's all quiet. And I've never heard a theater so quiet before in my you life. You know what? You know what? That Oscar nomination means more to intern than all 14 of La La Land's <laughs> nominations. Uh, I don't think it's going to win. Which is uh, too bad because it's a beautiful, beautiful movie. Yeah, there's such dirty <laughs> fingers and silence. Yeah, hey, I like dirty fingers. How are the teeth? Were they yellow and gross? Oh, uh, not really. They it's gotta the be. If they're too white and the fingers are too dirty, then there's not consistency. Yeah. That's like oh the, well. That's that's the reason why it'll, it'll lose. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave this 92 percent. IMDb gave it 7.1. I give it a low plus one. Basically, because the acting is competent and so, uh, basically, okay. it should be Nathan 4, um, Daniel but, uh, 1, intern 2. But instead, because the intern didn't no. agree with the content, it's 313. That's correct. Uh, the winner of this update is not Daniel. Yeah, apparently. And uh, so that leaves us uh, for percentages right now. We got uh, me at 69, because I like to give back. Um, Amanda at 67. Nathan's at 63, Chelsea's at 62, Morgan's at 60, and Daniel's at 59. Yeah. I see bounce back episodes coming right away for you, Daniel. 
I tend to hover just under that 60 mark. Perfect. All right, gentlemen. That's excellent, intern. Thank you. Any feedback tonight about something you've watched recently before we sign off? Uh, I just wanted to say that I've, uh, I've watched a lot of trauma lately. After watching Poultry Geist, that got me in the mood for some more. So I ended up watching a 20-minute short from Troma, a Portuguese film actually called Banana Motherfuckers about killer bananas. <laughs> um, and then... <laughs> Uh, then I also watched a, an actually really good trauma movie. Like I, I might burden this one in the future just because it's fucking worth it. Like Poultry Geist is a, it, it's it's a torture. Uh, but this other trauma movie, Father's Day, is great because it's about a serial rapist that only rapes fathers. It's <laughs> <laughs> so it's like hide your dads. It's just watching a fucking dad rape scene is just the most insane thing I may I may have ever seen in my life. So like yeah, that's that's coming. Watch out, Nathan. Uh, I'll spare you, banana motherfuckers. But yeah, I've uh, been on a trauma kick lately. I miss it. I love it. Uh, I'm eager just to have a conversation with you about Poultry Geist. I am uh, expecting the worst, but <laughs> I just want to talk about it because because if you could, once you've seen Poultry Geist. I think your threshold is wide fucking open. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Titanic 2. I've watched several movies, but I only want to talk about one tonight. And that movie is La La Land. I just want to say that everything you have to say about this, I disagree with. So go ahead. <laughs> La La Land. Ladies and gentlemen, 14 Oscar nominations for La La Land. I have never seen a movie that was so undeserving of 14 Oscar nominations in my entire life. Ooh, sour on the musical. Uh, boring. Uh, the characters serve no purpose and don't have any, I mean, struggling actors, struggling musician, deus ex machina success. Uh, they aren't very good at dancing. They aren't very good at singing. I... I, I do appreciate that Gosling and Stone have good charisma when they're not trying to do something that isn't in their wheelhouse. I do appreciate that Damien Chazelle is a great director and directed a movie called Whiplash that nobody seemed to appreciate enough to nominate it uh, thoroughly the way it needed to be. It won three Academy Awards. Uh, yeah, well, it didn't get nominated for the big ones, did it? She got nominated, nominated for drumming. Yeah, well, it didn't get nominated for Best Picture. It didn't get nominated for Best Director, and that's aren't those got screenplay and supporting actor? That's not big. Okay, well, he's the voice of the head of Aperture. For Christ's sake, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Chazelle is obviously talented, but this is another Birdman situation where you know the Academy says, "Oh, this is about our lives. This is about what we go through on a regular basis." So I'm going to vote for it makes me uh, underappreciate the Oscars and actually feel like no longer caring about the Oscars. If La La Land wins a whole slew of awards, I'm out. I'm out. I'm on record. I'm out. Like, Oscars have no legitimacy if that's the case. Because La La Land, I'm sorry, it's, it's, a, it's a decent average movie. But 14 Oscar nominations? You guys want to look back at what movies have been granted 14 motherfucking nominations lord of the rings avatar titanic titanic's one of them but i'm just saying no absolutely not like yes the musical like the the song the original song city of stars yes that deserves accolades and the score i guess because it's musical there's you know comparatively nothing else can win over it so i guess it wins that so two out of 14 
if it wins more than two out of 14, then the Oscars are a travesty, and I no longer care about what the Oscars have to say about anything. Because La La Land is not that good. It's not that good. It's fucking average. And it's not just me, okay? There's articles out there written by legitimate journalists that are saying it's fucking embarrassing that they've nominated this thoroughly. And there's a fucking Saturday Night Live skit with Aziz Ansari, which is hilarious. You should go watch it right now. Yeah. About being interrogated (laughs) over why he doesn't like La La Land. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like... But it's a beautiful movie. I'm sorry. It's just kind of lulled in the middle. It's great. You should just go watch that. That's it. Now you have to watch Into the Woods. Yeah. It's a it's a great skit. It's one of the best skits I've seen in Saturday Night Live in a while. Mainly because I had the same experience and I was, you know, agreeing with it. So, yeah. To La La Land, go fuck yourself. Uh, Chazelle, I hope your next movie is actually worthy of being commended. And is more like, you know, my experience I had with you previously with Whiplash. Because... Uh, Doing a space movie. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. Birdman's the same thing. Like, I watched Birdman. I walked out of the theater, and I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. It was decent. Edward Norton was the best part. Uh, best picture? Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, I don't know. Sarah, was you on the whole movie? Uh, I don't know. I think uh, a little bit of favoritism there because it's in the uh, wheelhouse of the Academy voters, and uh, that is bullshit. And Michael Keaton is just so fucking charming. <laughs> wow, I need to watch The Founder and Burden It, apparently. Yeah, and Gung Ho. Great movie. Mm. Never seen Gung Ho. And Mr. Mom. I seen have one. seen Mr. Mom. And Multiplicity. I have yep. been burdened. Multiplicity. And Beetlejuice. I enjoy Beetlejuice. You, you know what's a travesty? What's that? Is uh, a movie that was nominated for 10 Academy Awards. And didn't win any of them? American Hustle. And, Shout uh, out. No. <laughs> Oh, well, not Mad Max because that won awards. Yeah, that yeah that's, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that won six. That won six. six. Winner of six Academy Awards, nominated for yeah. ten, and it's a real piece of shit. Not but just that, mediocre, but a piece of shit. But that, that's, but that, that's the travesty. But that won six Academy Fuck Awards. the Oscars. In the, right. But that won six Academy Awards in the areas that it should have won, like visual, sound, stuff like that. Costume? Yeah. Come on. Hey. We all know it's documented. You don't understand Mad Max. <laughs> you know, it's a journey, you know. They go one place and they go back. Fucking it's an adventure, car you could chase say. scene two yeah. ways. Hey, Ivan, how many movies... It's a journey to the same spot. They may as well just stood there and shot him in the head and it would have been done. <laughs> how many movies Great. do you know, if you were to do some research for us, because you were, you know, at one time an intern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how many movies do you think, you know do that they they go one place and they return back yeah, usually how, something happens how many movies do you think do that uh, probably quite a few probably a fucking many yeah. of them, i think lord of the rings i think we could probably find some movies that intern really loves that do that they mm-hmm. go out and then come back and, and then there's and probably then maybe, a story involved and then maybe well. say him say to him hey what's the difference between this and that story's and king then, and then <laughs> he would the be difference. like story <laughs> and then he would like doesn't need to exist yeah, yeah. It would be, I just watched uh, that actually. Kundun, Kundon't. <laughs> yeah. You know what I like more than silence? Something that has a story. White noise. Michael Keaton. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible movie. Don't watch it. <laughs> oh. <sighs> that was satisfying to rant about La La Land. Thank you. Everyone, Get it off your chest. Yeah, I was. Like, didn't it seem? It seemed like it was going to be that way. Not it 
was well it's interesting because i went and had dinner with my parents and they were like la la land's not that good and mm-hmm. you know they were railing on about how the old musicals of of yesteryear were so much better and people knew how to dance and knew how to sing and i was like totally dismissive of their comments because i was like no 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 you know andrew said he went and watched it and he it just made him happy and that's that's all i want that's all i want and when i went i was like sl- i was fighting it i was fighting it I was battling my opinions, and I see out of the peripheral of my eye, Chelsea's starting to sink in her seat, and I'm like, oh, no, it's happening. And I just, uh, just you know, I gave in. I gave in and said, you know what? This is, there's nothing really happening in this movie. There's nothing really happening. There's some artistic shots, yeah, 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 whatever. But I'm sorry. Like, if you're going to do a, a new, like, reinvented musical from a film perspective, then... You should have chosen people that can handle that, you know. I made a comment to the intern recently that I don't like Channing Tatum at all, but that scene in Hail Caesar mm. where he busts a move on those tables, that guy can fucking dance. Yeah. He's a fucking yeah. dancer. He started with dancing. Like, that's that's a guy that can dance, and you can see that, and it actually does grab your attention when you watch that, so... Uh, that scene from Hail Caesar is better than any dance sequence in La La Land, hands down. So what are we talking about? What are we even talking about? And the characters don't go on a journey at all. They just get like, you know, deus ex machina into success. And a few- I see like lots of just like spinning around lamp poles. Well, it's, it's seriously, that's all it is. It's just like struggling actors, struggling musician, and boom, they have success. And then this like, poor-ass reflection on their journey, which wasn't even a journey. Their success was handed to them by someone who accidentally ended up in their path. Like, fuck off. <laughs> their journey is like they stumbled off. into Hollywood and instantly became yeah. famous. And that's how it happens. There's probably a bunch of Academy voters who's just like, yep, yep, look at each other, like, smile, mm-hmm. yep, that's how it happens, yep, 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 <laughs> yep, vote for it, yep, best it's picture. the most beautiful white couple I've ever seen. Oh, my God, give it an Oscar. Oh, but his eyes all fucked up, though. Yeah. And hers are really big. They both have eye issues. <laughs> oh, that's not an issue. <laughs> yeah. No, Her eyes aren't an issue. All the better to see your cock with, intern. Yeah, they need to be big because uh, mine's definitely not. Because the focal point <laughs> is small. And you know what intern's hanging on to right now? He's like, he's like, fuck you. When it wins all 14 out of 14, no, I'm going to shit won't in win your all 14. face. It's not winning actor for sure. You're gonna, That's the only one I'll say for sure. You're gonna you're gonna take all of this stuff you're saying right now, Nathan, and you're gonna put it in the fucket bucket after the Oscars <laughs> are over. And that gonna bucket's go. gonna go on your face and it's gonna fuck your face. This oh. fucking bucket's gonna fuck your fucking <laughs> face. Fuck. Why are you getting buckle knuckled? Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be good. Gonna be good. Anybody else see anything they want to talk about? And then intern's gonna send you a picture of him jerking off on a picture <laughs> of Denzel Washington winning for Hurricane. Awesome. I watched uh, this movie called Walkabout. Oh, really? Takes place in Japan. Does he? Does he uh, no, it's walk about to one place? <laughs> Australian in the outback. And then, does does he go out to one place and then come back again? Uh, while this uh, father decides to try and kill his two children. And when he unsuccessfully doesn't do that, he shoots himself in the head and burns the car while they're in the middle of the outback. See? He returns, so they get to, uh, he returns home. Raised by kangaroos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These two kids uh, go on this little journey with uh, Is this a horror movie? an aboriginal guy who's on a walkabout. Okay. And they, they run come, into him. They, it's they... Uh, shot by Nicholas Rogue, 
who uh, is a pervert. And every single shot is like a peeping Tom shot of this girl. <laughs> so I suggest everyone go watch it. <laughs> Eight years old, which I believe is the age of consent in uh, Australia. No, no, she's definitely, she's got to be 18 because she gets naked a few times. And you get to see some Aboriginal wang. Oh, well, sign me up. (laughs) Please, yeah, one of the four stories in a double X. This this seems like a Challenger burden movie walkabout they could go to. It's uh, Criterion. Number uh, oh. number ten. Oh yeah. Well, if it's if it's Criterion, then that means that we should all. You got uh, it. If you're not paying forty five dollars for a Blu-ray, <laughs> we need to get down I liked on it, our mats. Uh, I liked it about as much well, as I enjoyed uh, Silence, actually. So okay. well, that's oh. good. This is Scorsese well. level <laughs> pedophilia. Um, <laughs> Ivan, you see anything? I just watched John Wick again. <laughs> yeah, because it's awesome. Yeah, getting ready for number two. Yep. Pretty much, yeah. Prepping. Yeah. See, there's a movie where he goes out. Story kills a bunch of people. <laughs> comes back. I don't know that there's much story. It's revenge. Story he is king. Yeah, he literally comes back to his own house, <laughs> from which the beginning of the movie takes place. Uh, yeah. If Mad Max had gung fu, it would probably be much much better. <laughs> yeah, beautiful cinematography. You know. Great, so, gorgeous dystopia. fake storm. Yeah. Looked like fakest piece of shit. How how would you know? You were in the bathroom peeing. <laughs> Not for that part. Yeah, you made a decision pretty quickly on that one. Hey, I'll tell you this about La La Land. I didn't leave the theater to urinate. See, I stayed. Quality. Because I am because I am a genitalia man. Genitalman. I am a genitalman. <laughs> a genitalian. <laughs> I'm a genitalian. I'm a twee. <laughs> I'm a fucking fae. Okay. Fucking super fae twee. Fuck All right. this. All right. Trailer Pro Podcast 74 coming to an end, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Please visit trailerprepodcast.com, sadsackstudios.com, at sadsackstudios, at T-Part Podcast, at the intern TPP, at 100 Lunatics, Ivan, at five, five gamers. Five gamers. And yeah, there's lots of content there, ladies and gentlemen. Go to go to Sadsack Studios. There's more. There's more than just Trailer Pro Podcast. You've got, you know, 100 Lunatics, where we spin the wheel and we talk horror. Currently under construction is a massive Hellraiser franchise. Cray cray, you know, twee fray. And uh, <laughs> um, what else do we got going on? Advantage Deuce, Australian Open right now. We're talking tennis. We're getting crazy. Things are Doc happening. Tennis. We're talking this tennis. Is, uh, Australian tennis is a story about uh, going back to the same spot again right now. Yeah. Well, that's what you do down under. When you're down under, you go over there and you come back again. It's, it's a walkabout. It's like 10, ten years ten yeah. years ago is what's happening. In turn, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Doing it right now, actually. That's good. Oh, that's nice. God. Hey, Daniel, any, any parting words, cousin, my blood? It's bullshit. Look at her. Good night, Cole Million. Good night, gentlemen. Good night. Good night. And of course, good night, Laby.